All right. Hello, everyone out there in Gambit land. How's it going? I am SoloBase15 here with my good friend Zareth and the one, the only Fatal. Um, and it is a a smaller mm. round table today, as you can see by the drowning husky and the two capybaras on screen. It's just us three. <coughs> How's it going, guys? Good, man. Um, yeah, we, we kind of didn't tell the group, the gang, that, that we were doing this until later. And um, my guess is that Gom is going to be angry at us when he wakes up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll wake up refreshed. <laughs> right. You know? Or he'll be like, that's what a good night's sleep is. That was nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, Karen. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah. Welcome, guys. Five uh, v five is over. How how are you guys feeling about this last season? Oh, you're still muted. Damn it! All right. How are you guys feeling about this past season? Your jokes were funny before that, though. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were super funny, man. Screw you, Solo. <laughs> Just kidding, man. Um. But yeah, welcome guys again. Uh, what's really funny is in the audio portion of this that people listen to, you guys weren't you weren't muted, so right, you know, so we're like, saying saying hello twice. Um, the podcast people heard us just fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. So how how are you guys feeling after this past season and the days of Dodge and five v five? It was a pretty rough season on my ends. I mean, I don't, Dodge seems like one of those things where if you come correct with like a planned absolutely airtight perfect, you can get through it. But I don't know, the whole lazy GAC winging it on offense uh, <laughs> doesn't really work when your team just can't hit them, it turns <laughs> out. Like my last match of the season, I fought like four 98 to 100% Dodge Crons, and I actually ended up winning it. I it, it was the least fun win I've ever had. I was just like mad the entire time, just <laughs> tilted. I don't know, man. I yeah, three three. Dodge, Dodge seems way less toxic in three three. I'll say. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so the thing I I re realized, like for Dodge, yeah, yeah, you face face these crazy Dodge crowds and everything. Um, and everyone hates it. Everyone, you know, grumbles about it and then places their Dodge stuff. And then we all get through it because. Like the things you kill, like the things you put, uh, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. I almost think that it would have been better to put really good dodge crons on the like worst teams on your roster because people aren't going to be ready to deal with dodge uh, against just some random like sortie squad or something like that. I mean, may maybe because Wampa, but uh, like. All the other teams that I'm facing in in uh, GAC, a lot of times I, I have these mechanics that can't miss or something like that, and so, yeah. and so you like yeah, I go in and I'm just like oh yeah I just pummeled them to death you know like Lord Vader has has a hundred percent dodge and you know I use Sith Eternal to clear the sides and then I use the, the bounty hunter team with Fennec to kill him and all, all you need is Fennec to hit and she doesn't hit with dodge or she doesn't miss against dodge. And they don't have deflection if they have 100% dodge. So uh, I've, I've been thinking about that. Like, that might almost be a better strategy. But, like, the really good teams, are, are, everyone's set up to beat them almost, at least on our level, I think. 
that was the strategy I was running. I mean, like, when I say worst team, it was, like, Shock Batch and Fiona. So, like, not god-awful, but, like... Right, right. Just got, like, almost no results out of them. And then, like, end of the mm. season, I just went back and checked. I was like, oh, the people who are spending on crazy dodge crons are also spending on crazy accuracy crons. So... <laughs> <laughs> right right 80 usually accuracy oh that makes yeah. sense yeah if somebody has 100 percent dodge on defense they probably have like an 80 percent accuracy on offense that's i, I should i should have just held i should have just held them just could have been easier could have had them on offense <laughs> well, I've, been I've been thinking of that too of like like it's if you could just decide which team isn't going to be able to hit you because no, one, yeah. no one's putting like accuracy arrows on teams on defense right you know and so you're like well if i go in at the very least they can't hit me maybe i can't kill them all in time but i i'm safe yeah I mean, well I that say it was core for last three three season padme cat with super dodge is beating malgus so i'm assuming yeah. there'll be more of that this season I was actually considering accuracy error amalgas people like caught on that that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this so oh, that is probably my least favorite thing about these this dodge set is everybody is now investing in accuracy arrows and like, oh, look at this 60 accuracy arrow. And the second this set is gone, you're just gonna have like eight accuracy arrows at 6E sitting on the bench, and you're just gonna be like. It's not even good enough for a pilot mod. My pilots have already have a gold mod there. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you're right on some levels, like that. That there is that. However, I mean, and I'd be interested. You and I talked about this on our on our uh, podcast earlier this week, solo. But I'd be interested to hear what Fatal thinks. Um, I think that. Dodge isn't, they're not done with Dodge. CG didn't quote unquote learn their lesson. Uh, they're they're just gonna reintroduce it. Just like they always, they inevitably reintroduce 3v3 and are totally deaf to anyone complaining about it. Uh, you know, whether or not that's well-founded, I just like, I think that Dodge is just part of the rotation. I think that's all the same thing. Uh, I, think, I think we've already seen how they're gonna end up handling, which is if you look at uh, set four, I guess more so in set five, but we're seeing that, you know, CG has stated that within a set, they won't rebalance within a set, right? The bug fix, if you yeah. report bugs, they will fix it, but they are not going to rebalance. Set one had insane health steal. They didn't rebalance set one. They did tweak down health steal for set five, for example, right? So I do think that we're going to see dodge return at some point. I prefer if they didn't, but yeah. it is what it is. But I do think that we'll probably end up seeing a tweak down of numbers. Kind of like we saw for armor, definitely like huge example, like we saw for Hellsteel. Uh, and I guess like the best I can say for that is if they do make it lower, then at the very least, uh, safety valves ways to deal with it will get more effective. You know, an accuracy arrow feels kind of bad when it's 30 out of 100, but if it's like 30 out of 50 or something, I'm, I don't know if I'll get on the 50. We'll see. It, right? There's no way to know until we know, but I, oh. I don't think we'll see Dodge at the exact same numbers. Well, like I, I'm fairly confident with with so now Fennec isn't really a primary counter to Lord Vader, but to maybe to other things I, I don't really know. Three v three, she could probably do a lot, but um, she's got so I've got an accuracy arrow on her, thirty percent I think, and then she also just has a natural eighteen because she's relic eight, 
so uh, then all I'd have to do is put a mod. I mean, maybe people don't have this or not a mod, but a, a, a data cron. Like I, that's all I, the second month, all I farmed were accuracy crons, basically. Like that, that's what I farmed. I didn't focus on dodge. I wanted accuracy so that I could just never miss. And all I have to do is put some some extra accuracy on her and she, she basically just won't miss. She'll be like, oh, what up? who are you? Like Darth Maul? Like, you know, only a small, only a small shift in her missing. So yeah. Um that being said, yeah, I, I would love it if well it why don't do you think people would bite on accuracy arrows if they were like plus 70% accuracy? Instead of the plus 30 that they are now, like you upgraded 60 and it's plus 70 accuracy I, on the character. I mean, it still wouldn't feel good the second the set dies. Right. Uh, like, sure, sure. I mean, like, obviously people be scrambling for scrambling for more right now in, yeah. in the context of our, um, of this, of this set for nonsense, but do you think that people would actually use them outside? Like, what if it was a hundred percent accuracy? Do you think I mean, people would use them? No. I wouldn't. Unless, Outside of this set, I would not use them. I, I guess unless there's some kind of a meta team that has a dodge mechanic that you're like, I need to counter this one team, so I'm going to put accuracy arrows on the one team that counters it or something. You're like, I can't, I can't beat CLS with anyone because they're dodging so much for some reason. So I'm going to mod my Grievous team <laughs> with accuracy, which makes no sense because he hits anyways, but... Yeah, I, yeah. I, so other than this set, like I see you can give me 200% accuracy and I don't think I would use that arrow unless it had like plus 28 speed as a secondary. It's, I mean, I, there have been situations in the past where I definitely had wished that I had had an accuracy arrow. Uh, easiest example was Genosian Soldier. It's like, <laughs> you know if i was using them to like try to kill a ray or something if he missed that could literally just lose you the match so it might be only two percent but like you know if i just had an accuracy error to give to him like that that would like fill out the consistency it's it's this really annoying situation that we're in where like strength attackers right now are kind of just crazy for the fact that you just don't have to worry about missing and other characters it's i mean most of what everyone goes to right jmk yeah, I, I've seen plenty of people half jokingly possibly have seriously say like accuracy arrow JMK. <laughs> yeah, in the chat right now, someone has an accuracy arrow. <clears throat> They're out there. Yeah, I mean, well, the funny thing is, like, it almost doesn't matter if he hits ever. Like, like only to apply, uh, but the only one that he misses, I guess, is the one. Like, why does he miss that? Do you do you know? Is there something built in? Because he he shouldn't miss that that the healing immune hit that it makes no sense to me i think it's just confirmation bias to be honest it's like uh, it is who, no who back in the I, day? i've noticed it you're right <laughs> <laughs> there, there was some other character i don't i think it was nest it was nest with the nuke right it's just like hitting it or missing it can be so huge sometimes that it just like every time you miss it drills in your memory yeah uh yeah i don't know i mean i think you're right that like how many matchups does it actually matter when he misses? It's just like the feeling. It, hey, it's weird. It feels bad to hit buttons and have them do nothing, right? Uh, it, it does. I hate it, man. Uh, I, 
uh, whatever. But but I guess at the end of the day, I mean, I, I was thinking about it this way. So I'm not a, at all excusing the dodge mechanic. I, I hate it. I I just I loathe it, and I I can't help but feel like people would like the game better and spend more money if dodge just wasn't in the game. But maybe that's that's probably just me wish listing or something. But uh, so I don't I don't like it. But there's almost nothing more consistent with CG policy than dodge because all like they, they don't do the gotcha thing really. I mean, like we data crons are arguably that, I guess. But for the most part, it's like you can get the characters you want, you can get the stuff that you want if you're willing to work on it long enough and get what you like. You'll get it. It's guaranteed. You'll get it. Um, but but the other piece of it, the thing that makes them a lot of money, is frustration mechanics of like, man, if I had just had a couple more relic levels on this character, I would have won that fight. I, I better just spend some money to buy some relic mats to get this character up so that doesn't ever happen again. And dodge is like frustration mechanics times seven. It Yes, it is extremely frustrating. <laughs> it is. The problem with dodge, it, so dodge in <laughs> when you don't have a cron with 106% dodge, is annoying but fine like i'll curse it to high hell but it doesn't happen often enough where you're like man this game is ruined because of this dodge but like for for all three of us how many times this season did you open up the board and an entire wall had 50 percent plus dodge but yeah. i i mean it's pretty often but that's, yeah that's consistent yeah like yeah if, if, if you look and the, the Lord Vader only has like 27% dodge, you're like, holy crap, like that's right. amazing. This <laughs> right. is, you're like, this is an easy fight. <laughs> what, what is this, Christmas? Did they, put the, did they put the wrong Lord Vader cron on? Like what happened? Right. Um, and that's, that's when it gets absurd to me. Like there were so many times this season where I just said, F it, like I don't... <clears throat> I just don't want to deal with it. Like, congrats to my opponent. You won because you have more dodge on your crowns. And I just, I don't want to have to care about this fight to then get stressed out when I get dodged 50 times. Right. Like that, that, that's how I felt. Um, and I spoke to many, many people that fight in the top 100 that felt that exact same way where it's like, all right, I'm just not going to care. I'm still, I'm still going to attack. But if I lose the first fight because of dodge, so be it. I'm done. Done, son. Uh, so, Fatal, you were saying, um, like, you, you, you've basically just been winging in on offense. And it wasn't, like, the greatest season or whatever. But um, do you think some of that could be because, like, it, it's just annoying to plan against this, this specific, like, dodge laden meta and you know you're you're at the top 10 pretty consistently you know at the very at the very worst you know like i you might have a bad week and it's like maybe i'm in range to maybe like kind of you know hint at fighting you even though i'm in the top 50 like you're, you're still pretty high up there um is this something that you are i don't know like you, you, is this fatiguing you is it burning you out do you think i mean the entire reason why I played GAC the way I do these days is because when competitive GAC first came out, I went super hard. Like that first month when it was like, you know, people were kind of treating it like a tournament when everyone was like fighting for top bracket seating. And by the end of that, I was pretty much good to burn out. I was just like, this cannot continue. 
So this season honestly didn't really hit me that hard. It was just I pivoted is I guess what it was. It's like I kind of stopped caring about win loss. Like I'm always going to play to win, but in a weird way, the the meta sucked, but I think my streams actually got a little bit better because I just started trying a bunch of science and like a, a shocking amount of it was just working. <laughs> <laughs> and so like some of the best matches of the season for me ended up being losses, but it's like, okay, I'm just beating Turbo Qui-Gon with Mon Mothma. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's just a thing now, I guess. Wampa versus Gas. Got that figured out. Like, yeah, it's... I think if you take GAC super seriously, I, like... There's... Kind of like I said, dodge is one of those things where you need to come correct with a plan. And I do think, as you just said, it isn't just that fun to solve for, I think. Like, if you just want to, like, play for highest win rate in the ladder possible airtight plan, you could probably make that work. And I think if you're that type of person, then you can probably get through dodge okay. I just don't know that it's worth that amount of effort because a lot of the past theory crafting that we usually do for counters like that just didn't really apply, right? You have to completely shift your frame of thinking. It's a temporary meta that's going to go away. It, it doesn't even apply in 3v3. Again, I, I, at least for me in 3v3, I was fighting against the same 100% dodge, and it was not nearly as bad. Like, I was fighting 100% dodge Lord Vader's. You do not, right? SLK does not have to worry about Throne there, for example, right? It is completely different ballpark versus... Yeah, right? So if the toxic meta is GAC 5v5 with dodge, it's like, do you really want to put that effort in? And I guess it's what? You'll get 18 matches worth of possible wins where you can just outplay people or outsmart them but yeah i don't know uh, on some level I, th I think it's just healthier for the at least for my enjoyment i don't know about if it is for other people's so just like at least at, for us i would say we have streaming to fall back on so if we can just like transition from like oh, i'm gonna go for the win to like okay let's just make this fun let's try some <laughs> stupid stuff that, that was kind of an easy feeling out for me right it's like oh, okay this isn't winnable Look, look, like four stupid fights line up. Like let's go. So, but we're not here to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? Have you not heard? We are pro fun. Um, yeah, I I actually did a lot of that this season too. Of just you know what? If this works, great. If it doesn't, let's just throw stuff at a wall. And like you said, sometimes it really it really stuck. Um, and sometimes it did not. And what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I, it's um, it's an interesting thing. I I did that with my alt one time uh, this season, just because I was I was on vacation or maybe I was on my business trip. I missed a couple streams with my alt, but he um, I I had missed some interaction. I was I was paying attention. I was really tired and um. I failed uh, like to kill their Lord Vader with troopers, and that was just it. I was just done. Couldn't win at that point. Um, like that's that's the razor edge that I walk on that alt. Is <laughs> um, one fail and you're done. Uh, but so so then I I just spent the rest of the time just doing weird things. Like if people look at the, my one GAC history for that match, it's gonna look really unoptimized and strange. Like why would he <laughs> why would he do that? And it's like well because I couldn't win and why would I waste my opportunities to attack, uh, you know, against like these, there's still like, it's a 9 million account. Like it's, it's yeah. not good enough teams. I could, yeah. I could figure some stuff out. Better my understanding of the game a little bit. 
I mean, this season got me wondering if it wouldn't actually be worse sometimes to actually just like declare a match as a sign stream just for the purpose of. I mean, right? You know, we do our best to, to win on streams normally, but I mean, some of those results from this season got me wondering of like, you know, the opportunities that get opened up, like maybe it actually could just be worth it to try, you know, set five or set six rolls around. Just like, say, hey, I'm going to try this. Maybe it blows up the match immediately. Like, hopefully viewers won't have a problem with that. But, I mean, if if Revelations, the same consistency as what have been happening this season, come out, like, right? You, you sack a match and then get a huge advantage on, like, you know, what, 10 to 17 future matches? Like, that might actually be kind of worth it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I would probably want to sack the third match of the first week. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Get get your two wins first, and then then I mean I have no problem of like, cool. I'm in the championship. Let's try some stuff. I have <laughs> zero problem doing that. You guys, you guys talk like you can. I mean, you probably can, but I I'm never in. I have the luxury. I'm like. I'm going to win when I can, because sometimes people tell me I can't, and then I don't. <laughs> like, so that, that happens sometimes. Some weeks, I'm just like, that was, that, that was mean. Like, there, there was no one that was, that was merciful. There, there was nothing <laughs> for me. No, no purchase. You know, I've, I've only had a couple, maybe only just one week that I've, I've been completely skunked. But, I mean... Yeah, matches that I think I, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've got I've got the advantage here. I, I know what I'm doing. And like they I'm like, oh, that's why you're in the top 50. Okay, good for you. <laughs> good for you. You you stay in the top 50. I remain on the very fringe. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I I am sort of embracing like this past season, I just said screw it. I'm not I didn't change well, I should that's a lot. I changed my defense once, and it's because after week one, I got Java. And that's the only reason. Because week mm. one, I had like some Chrysanthemum-led team, you know, some some garbage, and I switched it to Java. And then I didn't scout once. I didn't change my defense once. I, I showed up, um, you know, when the attack went live. I said, all right, this is what I have to deal with. And a couple times I said, I don't care. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Um, but then every other time I was just like, all right, I have, I have a couple of GLs on offense. Uh, let's, let's see if I can actually figure this out. And sometimes I did. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing the exact same thing. I, I was the same way. The only change I made in my defense this season is I put Savage and Delore Vader halfway through. I still have no idea if that was a good idea, but it sounded yeah. funny enough and that I forgot to ever take it back out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I like, I really wish Gon was here now because I keep on going back to wanting to ask him questions, but like on some level, right? My goal is if I theorycraft defense hard at the beginning of the season, usually it'll do enough damage that you don't have to be that prepared on offense, right? The better your defense is, yeah. the more room that you have to make mistakes. That, that's sure. the trade-off. So that's that's my game plan is like <laughs> my offense oh, yeah. is going to be messy. My defense is going to be messy. And on some level, I think that's also more entertaining for people too, right? Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, I, I love it, man. Uh, so like I last 3v3, I was finally like, all right, fine. You know, 
I, I made, I made, made excuses and they're, they're good enough excuses, frankly, I think for, for why I was struggling in 3v3, you know, like going on vacation is just not the ideal time to, to be trying, you know, top end, top shelf 3v3. Like I, I just, there, there were a few weeks that I just did really poorly. And so I was dropping, but I finally had a season where I'm like, all right, all right, we're going to take it seriously. And so I went full crazy, just like really, really hyper uh, efficiency style. And in 3v3 and one and so I was I was just in that mindset so this season I kind of like held on to some of that and I was like had had one foot in both on both sides and it's not really the place you want to be really I um but I, I will say so like I I only switched my defenses twice well I guess three times if you count the very first setting but set my defenses for the first week wrote it all the way through changed them a little bit for second week the third week I went just like you know, full bastard defense, just, I, I don't care, like, stop crying, you know, like, I'm gonna two-shot at least two of your teams, this, you know, if you place Lord <laughs> Vader and Jabba, I will two-shot both of them, you get 40 banners from me for free, uh, but, but in exchange, like, you're gonna mess up on my, and, and people just melted on my defense, I think, because, because I can count on people to scout at this level, and, they, they were like, oh, yeah, nothing objectionable. And then they see my back zone. They're like, this, this wasn't here in the scouting report. Like, was <laughs> the part of the deal? Yeah, like that. I didn't sign up for this. I'm like, yeah, like no, no one cleared me my last week, as opposed to I didn't get a single ground hold second week. <laughs> I don't know, man. If, if playing for efficiency stresses me out because then it's like, no, you, you are super expected to like, have mm -hmm. your offense scouting come correct do your homework know the matchups know how to adapt if they run a blocker it's like i'm good uh, see it's three like... three you don't have to man three v three you just wing it so like the dark efficiency. secret of three the dark secret of three v three is no one wants to think about three v three so if you just put in like 30 percent effort you're like nuts compared to most players oh yeah absolutely absolutely i can't i can't wait because i'm going to put in the same effort i put in for 5v5 and that's going to be more effort than other people like i fully expect opening up a board at least once in this first week and they're not being crons on somebody because last 3v3 <laughs> no, is expired yeah. <laughs> I, I fully expect that um yeah I, that sounds like a thing that'll happen yeah it's, it's too bad or it's not it's funny <laughs> man I'll be happy with it. <laughs> well, so what's really interesting to me, honestly, is the, this this idea that, like, at some point, Krons just like stop getting like evil. Like my people, people are like, man, even in Kyber Two, like you can't win because of the dodge Krons, and I I call just total horse shit on that. <laughs> Because Professor X has never at any point run into any more dodge than like 20%. And I've been, I've been in and out of lower Kyber one and, uh, you know, and upper Kyber two and no one like for them, there, there are a ton of opponents who just don't place crons at all. Like, I, I don't know, like maybe every once in a while, maybe someone will run into to a try hard in, in Kyber two, but if you're try hard in Kyber two with a hundred percent dodge cron, you probably have made your way into the middle to upper Kyber one at that point. So I don't know. I, I, just, I thought that was an interesting thing though. Of like you, we, we're all complaining about this dodge meta and like at some <laughs> point 
it just no, ceases to exist like that nobody people, else sees it yeah people are like why why are you complaining like there's barely any dodge like you're saying i need an accuracy arrow you're crazy i'm like but i'm not crazy right <laughs> i swear i'm not and then well, I and then i look at my alt who doesn't have any accuracy arrows on it and still like gets high efficiency banners so <laughs> yeah basically yeah i i was talking to somebody today and they're like why why are you so upset at the game i was like because of dodge and they're like we i see like 20 percent dodge on teams i hate everything about you right now like right. our conversation at the start about accuracy arrows applies to like 100 people <laughs> maybe 200 you know um i know i i feel always feel bad like someone was like in my comments are like hey on your on your recommendation i i got a cool accuracy arrow finally and i and i was like oh that is cool you know like i, I looked at their account i'm like that is cool and and then i look and they're like in erodium four <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah hang on to that for a while a couple of years save it for next time oh sorry about that hmm. that's not gonna be helpful yeah. Uh, God. And it's it's so funny how different the game is. I've talked to a couple people that just kind of quit on last 3v3. And so they fell down to like 700. So they didn't even fall that far. It's still the top thousand players in the game. And they're like, it's so easy down here. Like, I want to intentionally lose one week so I can <laughs> take advantage <laughs> of not stressing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I feel like, so there's that pilot in Independence Day who, you know, eventually like saves the day. Sorry for all the spoilers, but you guys should have seen it like years and years ago. <laughs> but but like he's he's like an alcoholic and he's just like up to that point, just everyone, he's been, he's like a joke. And, you know, he said, but his line is like, I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, And that that's how I felt about like, okay, I finally like knuckled down on 3v3 did my part wanted to get to top 50 wanted to see if i could stay there and then like i was in the top 54 and then i was like okay my goal this season is to stay in the top 50 like i you know or at least like in the top 60 you know sometimes you kind of edge out but then jump back in and i like i feel like that a little bit like i picked a hell of a season to stay in the top 50 like <laughs> all of all the people who you know, like wanted to take 3v3 off and probably still have really good dodge crons. I guess those guys are still, you know, out there, but you know, like all, all the people with, with the crazy crons who are really invested in it. Yeah, it was, I feel, I feel a little bit foolish, put a little needless uh, stress on myself, but yeah, it was fun. And I got to spoil uh, Independence Day just countless hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking of all the scenes with the alcoholic. Um, the aliens are real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott, or the case, or whatever his name is. Yeah, I yeah. like him. No, it's a good movie, man. I try to watch it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> as one does with good movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. So, so speaking of Qurans, there's a very big Quran that just went away. Uh, we are finally going to see Darth Malgus in the wild 
without a Datacron. And after, you know, technically we got him. I think it was for one week last 3v3. Or it might have been for two weeks last 3v3. But nobody had him, like, figured out what team was the best, etc., etc. So now we have Darth Malgus in the wild. There's Mm -hmm. no no specific cron for him other than stats people might give him how scared are you of him now i'm still a little bit scared like he, he still one shots things like he, he just doesn't do it as often i guess but like he still eats a full ultimate just on his own of rays you know like that uh, uh, He's still well, maybe well he would because it's it's uh, true damage when she does her ult or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's true damage. It's white numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've had him tank a few. Like he's just alone and and Ray just like does her ult. I'm like he's dead now because most GLs would be too. And he's like, Nah, dude, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And now you're dead because I can just like three shot Ray. And I guess that won't happen now, but like. He's still got a lot going for him. I do think we'll see him more on offense, though, than, than we have been. I feel like he's just going to dip back to – right? I mean, Malgus got announced before Datacross got announced, I think, right? And so, like, yeah, his yeah. whole appeal when he first came out is what non-GL team is going to be able to kill him. And, I like, that's going to mm. continue to be this, like, game of cat and mouse of, like – maybe he will people will feel like if anything this, this could almost be a malgus buff because maybe people will feel emboldened to not just slk and asset every round right and then, and then hey suddenly you could actually like do some malgus theory crafting and traps again because it's not just gonna die to slk and us right you know you go back to looking for health and armor or you know whatever setups and angles it it is going to make him worse, but I think it's still just going to fall back to like worst case scenario. You're just trying to make him difficult for non GLs to kill. And I think that's still a line that he can potentially play for. It's just, I think he probably wants dodge to go away, but for the majority of the player base, high dodge countering Malgus isn't going to be like a thing, right? Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm curious what I'm going to do. I think that my first week, I guess it all depends on what they set as well. But my first week, I'm kind of tempted to take the all the potential non-GL counters against it and just, just see. Just, you know. Because I one thing that the Malgus Cron did to a lot of people is they set weaker Malgus teams because Malgus himself with the Cron was so disgusting. Like, Zareth, was it you that fought? It was like Malgus Dooku, or it might have been Gom. It was like a Malgus Dooku Sith assassin, like um, talent. I, I, I fought like a Malgus with crap. Yeah, team. Uh, yeah, and I mean maybe Gom did too, but but yeah, I tried a few different things, and I'm like, nope. Now I just have to use Supreme Leader Kylo, and I wasted other teams. Right. Right. And like, yeah, or or maybe you can kill all the ads and then use bounty hunters, but like you can't, you couldn't one shot him with the non GL, anyways. Yeah, so a lot of people did that last season. It's going to be really interesting to see if they try that again because though you know, the crap teams now are what can die to the non GLs, but like Malgus, Darth Revan, Malik, Talon, and Bastila. 
that's still going to require quite a strong team, even without the Kron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Tom in, in chat here, Tomford, he says, uh, how much damage is a 100% health Kron Malgus going to do? And I mean, that, that's actually, that's frankly terrifying, especially, you know, because I live in the land of Relic 9 Malgus. Like, I think this season I saw someone with like a Relic 8 and I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, like that, that is surprising because I mean, at, at least at the top level, especially with the Datacron, man, with the Datacron spamming that ability, like why, if you have the, the right guild and the right resources, why wouldn't you Relic 9 him for, for three months of him just one-shotting everything that he comes across amazing uh, you know or at least at the very least requiring a gl and sometimes surprising the idiots who only take uh, not idiots i'm sorry for people who do this but <laughs> people who take supreme leader kylo with just daca and zombie and that's it you know and then you just you, you, you get a little present every once in a while you're like oh that guy failed with kylo there that was nice you know like we're not going to really see that anymore, but but the 100% health thing, I think that puts him back on the table because he's going to have some a crazy health pool now, and his damage is based on his health. Well, the, the damage from that big hit, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. So my favorite part about this set is the stats that, like, prior sets, it was always... Oh my god, this level three is overpowered. Oh my god, this level six lets you hit under protection. Like my Sith Eternal can't survive that. Like it's all these levels threes and level sixes. This set is deceptively strong just in the stats and what the stats are gonna do for characters. And since you don't have to re-roll the level three, six, and nine for any light side teams. You can you can just do twenty and forty rerolls on the stats, and I think the stats on the light side teams are going to be much scarier this season than anything else. Or like somebody with Malgus, where it's like, oh my god, here's one hundred percent health or three hundred percent health. Like, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah, it's a. Uh... I mean, I can tell you one of, one of my most memorable experiences against Datacrons was someone having like 30% health on a JMK team. And that was noticeable. And that was pre-health buff. Or yeah. like, you know, pre-set five getting the increased health quantity. It is going to be a very different game, I think, is my expectation. And it's going to take an adjustment period, I think, as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, match uh, is just going for longer. I'll tell you what, the, the one time that Ray really messed with me much, um, uh, what, even when she had her good, when she had the good data crons, like I, you can always plan around that. And that, there were times that I was just being kind of boneheaded and, you know, making mistakes or whatever. But the, the only time that I, I was like, are you kidding me? Was when she had a crazy amount of health steal. Like it wasn't even her abilities that like the mechanics is just her health steal. And, and then, a, you know, like a, on a really high health Ray anyways. And now we can have we can have both in in pretty crazy quantities actually like i'm on the lookout for for a ray with lots of health and health steal like that combo is fire in my opinion yeah i mean yeah. Uh, <laughs> really for, i can't argue with that that's exactly true yes 
for for all the GLs, actually, honestly, right. like Kenobi is also going to be one. Um, even like Kylo, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo is going to be like, well, well Kylo is going to be funny because we're going to see him on defense some, I think, now because because Jedi Rev encounters just out off the table against you know if you put the Retribution one on him, like, sorry Jedi Rev, you probably just get killed pretty quick. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can afford to put... So the answer is yes, because if you catch your opponents off guard, of course you can afford to put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense. But like everybody is asking me how you're going to kill Lord Vader, how you're going to kill Jabba, and how you're going to kill Raycat Dash. And every time they ask that, they say, by the way, you only have one Kylo. And I'm like, yeah, that's... That's a good point. Uh, I do only have one Kylo. I probably shouldn't put that on defense. Um, but if it catches my opponent off guard, maybe it's worth sticking that Kylo in the back. Uh, and that's always the debate. Uh, you know, like, so Solo, you and I approach things pretty differently. You know, I, I know that Gom has more of a reputation for crazy defense. And I think, I think the difference between him and I is like, Sometimes Gom is just like, no, man, I don't want to cool clear. I, I, don't, I don't have time or something, yeah. you know, like, no, I, I, I have no interest in full clearing. And I'm always, I always want to full clear, but I'm okay with it being super messy if I do. Like, that's, that's kind of the key difference between me and Gom. But I, I'm always placing really crazy defenses usually. Like, I, I, they're a little less insane than him. But, um, but, but the thing is, I am usually fine. If it's going to mess with someone, I'll put something obnoxious on defense, even if it really hurts me on offense. I just have to make sure I have some way to two-shot or three-shot it because I'm like, well, it's worth the gamble. If, if it's going to take them two or three shots to kill my thing and it takes me, me two or three to, to clear them, there's also the chance that they don't even get through it, though, because they're not prepared for it. As opposed to you, you're like, but I could get a 65 with it. I'm like, that's cool, right. man. I've, <laughs> I've heard of 65s. <laughs> and I do get 65s with it. Um, you you, you uh, do. You're, it's effective. I'm not, I'm not saying that you do it wrong. It's just a uh, difference of uh, opinion and preference, I guess. I, I'm, I, like, I like it. <laughs> I like people to match with me and be like, I... I regret having been matched with him. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want this defense. Like I I'm going to be miserable. I'm like, good, good. You deserve that. Even if you win, I hope you suffered a little bit, especially if you win. Yeah. In fact. <laughs> yeah. I, so I just don't, I don't know. Like, all right. So this three V three, how are you guys, are you guys going to try and one shot Lord Vader and how are you doing it? Fatal, I need you to make a way for my Professor X account with only two GLs to be able to one-shot Lord Vader for me. Please. Please. I'm desperate. Do you have, do you have Lord Vader? <laughs> yes, right. Why, why would Lord you Vader. ask something like that? Why would you be so hurtful? <laughs> yeah, there's. I, I think it's planned two shots for me the, the whole season. Or maybe I do try to go full bastard and go half like just play half boards but that's miserable and i won't do it so i might just lose nine yeah. matches i mean where we are you really can't do half boards real well right i mean well you can i you can but when you're coming up against somebody with an 11 million roster like they can two shot every gl you know 
Um, well, and and it's not just it's not just that they have an eleven million roster. There's quite a few of those that are mixed in, you know, all over the place in Kyber One and even Two. Right. It's also their the marriage to skill there. Like they're actually right. highly competent right. people who will surprise you, and you're like, yes, how did it, you it, do that? They're like, I had an epiphany, and I'm like, could you have an epiphany next time, please? <laughs> like just hold off on said epiphanies. Yeah. Yeah. I, absolutely right though like it's real dicey to be like my plan is to not let them full clear like gom does a pretty good job of it he does a crit like and if the people if people do full clear him then he can full clear pretty well as well because it's you know he's a skilled player as well people just don't see or maybe they do see the skill like the, his fans certainly do but but like it's such a his score is always such a shambles just like it's like what what did you do He's like, <laughs> I won. I won, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you get a 1500 with a full clear, and you're like, I didn't yeah. know that was possible. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, you're like, you know, like you you full cleared, but like that's a like that's like a three zone clear score. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got close once actually to actually beating a guy after not full clearing and he had such a tough time on my defense he finally full cleared me but it was like within 40 banners or something <laughs> like he full cleared and i still had i was stuck on a squad and i was like geez like i got close as I, I, have you guys ever seen that happen out of curiosity i know that's a super I'm trying to think, pro- probably not trying to think i don't think i have like, like it's math it's mathematically possible it's just like they have to basically fail every fight and pretty messily at that it's not like oh i failed once but then i got a clean or a a, you know neat cleanup it's like yeah i failed it and then i dropped like seven banners in the cleanup right right but I, I, w- I would love a screenshot of that. If anyone in chat has seen it, anyone anyone listening to this on the podcast, go to the Discord server, please, and <laughs> give me a screenshot. I would love to see that. It would make my day better. Yeah. Oh, oh, so here's a question I had for you guys, kind of changing topic a little bit, but not quite, like... Uh, so you know we're talking about efficiency so fleets obviously are their own kind of weird animal um you guys have both been kind of proponents of the uh you know like the cheese method which which is fine i i am constantly jealous of your easy fleet wins um uh, fleet fleet kind of bailed me out a lot this season though like people people would have me on the ropes and then fleet would just come and you know I, I placed I placed both of the good you know the profundity and executor and uh, th- there were a lot of really competent really good people who had the right counters available to clear that uh, th- you know just like I did and they would just not they lose to RNG. Um, what was your guys' experience with that? And I'm not trying to say this from a position of obviously you'll admit my superiority. I'm curious though. Did, did fleets seem to be harder this season than the last now that we've had profundity for a few seasons no fleets i got angry this season when i scored a 69 on a fleet like my my biggest stress was negotiator against radis that that was the biggest stress i had in fleets and yeah that's how, how many fleet how many times did you face people who placed both profundity and executor 
Um, just for reference. Because if it was yeah. just, if you both cheesed, then it, it almost doesn't count. It was three, three or four times. The one time, though, was in the match that I was intentionally trying not to enter the top 100. So I tried um, Executor against Profundity, but with IG starting. It was like, and I could have. I could have very easily went into arena and tested this to find out how bad of an idea that is. Um, I was like, screw it. I'm not streaming. I'm sitting on a train heading back to Connecticut from New York city. Let me try this. And then it didn't work. And then fleets got really sketchy. Um, <laughs> but that was more just because I said, screw it. And I want to try something. Um, but every other time it was just like, Oh, cool. I just got a 70 on your executor and I got a 73 on your profundity. Thanks. Fair enough. The extensive fleets preparation was there's probably like some RNG here if I'm doing like profundity against uh, executor and executor against profundity. For the most part, it just didn't blow up on my face. So I kind of I live in willful ignorance. They're like, <laughs> I'll probably regret this and hate this someday. But for now, Sky's the limit. Yeah, man. I have right. I have tried every single version of that Empire First Profundity. I have not found a good version. And I everybody's like, you use this one, use Gar starting, or use use Sith Bomber starting. And then the other person's like, Sith Bomber sucks, use TIE Fighter Pilot. And I'm like, guys, every single one of this comes down to how many times did Falcon assist? And nope. if Falcon assisted twice, your Empire loses. I'm sorry. Like that's, you know, it's just it's just not a good counter. Like it works, but to have your entire season ride on, did they get the RNG assists? Scares the crap out of me. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop of like, oh, th this is actually super consistent. You just have to R nine your Gar Saxon and <laughs> like, oh yeah, great. That'll be perfect. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, because go on. Yeah. Oh no, I, I keep people keep uh yeah, it, it's it's just funny, like the the level of consistency people find in fleet because because no one's really willing to do like the brute force testing, really. Like I, I haven't seen it at least. Like maybe the guilds are doing it or whatever on the side, but but like it is just funny because I get people they hit me all the time. I was talking about this on the Discord server the other day of because uh, someone was like, "Well, why don't you just use the finalizer to kill the triple attacker uh, executor lineup?" <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah. "I have I have good pilot. They're not the, the highest relic, but you know, relic eight on crew, seven on hucks. You know, like higher than the standard, I guess you'd say." And so I've tried it against just my fleet arena mates, the guys who just don't have great fleets, good pilots and stuff, and. It just doesn't work. Like I, I followed all the instructions, the exact way people say it, and it just, it's just like, yeah, sometimes it works. Like, I don't know. I give it a fifty percent shot. Like, hopefully, I can kill something with it. Please, God, let me kill something with it before I disintegrate. But like, yeah. uh, on the other hand, my testing with the empire, with the executor versus uh, versus the profundity, like. That, that's gone really well actually and even in and then it reflected usually like the old ad i don't know if it's an adage or whatever but like you know uh, uh, you hear streamers lamenting all the time of it worked when i was testing it it works every time in arena <laughs> yeah you know, like every time it works for me in arena and so uh, 
and so you know i'm fully expected i'm like okay i am I'm, I'm the full like epif epitome of that of just like i tested in arena but i don't know what i was going to do in gac but it actually worked every time i tried it in gac it, it was really like just consistent with what i tested um so i i mean that being said i'm i'm usually fine with like a 70 percent chance win rate in fleets because uh like I said, I'm okay with it being a mess. Yeah. In all aspects. <clears throat> I just really can't trust if you're using two off meta counters and they both fail. Yeah. Like if both are 70% win rate and then they both fail, you're kind of sitting there like, uh, how am I cleaning both of them up right now? And sometimes you can. I'm not saying that you can't, but my God, does it the terror that comes across the face when you have to clean up both of them. And it's like, cool, I killed Xanadu on the executor and cool, I killed Y-Wing on this profundity. Now I have to clean them both up. Crap. Um, CG hasn't made this many ships. Hmm. <laughs> right, right. And that that's the paranoia because the, the fleets are easier to clean up, obviously, but CG just hasn't given you that many fleets at this point. I just I mean, like, like the I like the gamble of it, I guess, too. Of I, I don't know. So I, I definitely play a little bit more Matt Calton style in a way of just like trying to find one little gamble. I mean, it's fatal. You, you're like pretty similar to me on that too. I, I think at least in some approaches of like, if I can just get this to work for me, if if it's a seventy percent chance, but but then I just win because I, that's 70% chance. And then the rest of it's like, I still have a shot, even if it loses, fails. Like I'm generally going to try taking it if I can kind of angle it that way. Like an example being like Night Sisters, it's just being hooked on Night Sisters versus Grievous. Yeah. You know, uh, just trying <laughs> it's that. It's so cheap, it's so efficient. <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> you, you feel so accomplished by that that team just crumbling to your awful, you know, off meta night sisters. Yeah, like what? Yeah. And then if you can do that, then all of your other matchups get easier, you know, down the line. And so, you know, for me, I, I'm always, I'm I'm good with gambling. I, I like a little bit of gamble, like educated gamble, not just like, well, all in. I hope this works for some reason. <laughs> you know. But. yeah it's definitely a struggle for me of like at, at at what point does like team cheapness or like your personal practice mastery over it just need to stop being a thing that you care about? <laughs> how many how many times it's like oh I, I could use this counter and it's like you're sitting with like two power teams ready for you to get yeah. just crush it and you're like you just need to like slap yourself in the face like no just finish the match get the win <laughs> <laughs> don't be an idiot and you'll be okay <laughs> yeah the the beauty of my mentality this season was there was a few times i got in the back zone and i was like you know what i just one shot the front i i one shot the top front too before i attack this back zone i really want to see if wampa can just wampa this team <laughs> and i was like oh it worked okay Excellent. That's there we go. Wampa is is kind of the night sisters of of this era in a way. Like yeah, because you you can pull off some really dirty things if you get the right RNG. Right, right. Um, 
I am a little worried about Wampa in this era, though, because now every Kron is going to have potency on it. And you better have a tenacity stat on your uh, your Wampa Kron to make him do Wampa things against some teams. Oh, yeah, the, the potency is, is, is going to come out. Yeah, the, though I have not... I can honestly count. I think I have like 15 crowns already or something stupid like that at level three or higher. Um, I've seen tenacity a total of twice. I've gotten what I would, I mean, it's all just, it's all just, you know, like a really small sample size, of course, but I've gotten it at what I would consider to be a a pretty fair rate given how many things you can roll. I'm getting that's been an outlier for me has been hell steel and like yeah a lot. I like, you've got you've gotten a lot of it or you haven't yes. rolled it much. No, it, it's almost all I'm seeing, and I don't really care about hell steel that much this season. Uh-oh. So I'm just like, yeah. please. I've seen I, it a lot too. I have crit damage. I get crit damage on every single cron. And if I roll it up to like level eight, I've gotten crit damage at least twice on every single one. I can't hit tenacity, I can't hit health steal but crit damage i hit every single time which was great it was great for my first order crowns i was like yeah give me all the crit damage that's fine but now i'm rolling crowns i'm like no can you just give me a little bit of protection and it's like no here's another crit damage for you i just like a little bit of health it'd be nice health steal yeah please sir could have some more health no (laughs) no you may not but i and my Supreme Leader Kylo has 88% crit damage on him, so at least there's that. Dude, this, this season's going to be so just... I have no idea what to expect. You're just going to get one shot by SLK teams on, on opener. Yeah. Um, so I tried in my arena shard. I was just like, I was bored, and I was like, cool. Everybody's setting the, you know, Ray Dash, Cat, Ben, or... Uh, yeah, Ben and plus one teams, whether it's Queel or Bam. Um, and everybody has it. And so I climbed all day today with just Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka Zombie, Crew, and Hux. Mm-hmm. And you you poke Dash on his opening turn, and sometimes he just dies. <laughs> sometimes he's just gone. Like, oh, I opened up with a 233K hit. All right, mm. then. Yeah. That doesn't suck. Yeah. My my dash cron has like 63% deflection. That's my best dodge roll. And it was totally unintentional. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) But like, honestly, like how how do you even leverage that? Like I I actually have a different uh, cron for for dash now, but I'm like, so what what other team wants that, that much deflection? Because Lord Vader doesn't want, like, he's like, he can't roll it because it's, he doesn't have, it's a smuggler cron, you know? Yeah. Like, who else fears the, like, special damage? Do, do we even, is there even such a thing? I mean, somebody against JML. Uh, but he, he auto hits anyways with his big hits, uh, like, with his leadership ability. His with, he, yes, he does. But I don't think you can evade the um, the ability blocks and Grandmaster Yoda. Sure. Yeah, you, you could uh, on uh, your way to death. Yeah. Um, 
Then there's two two of the Inquisitors are special damage. Oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's, that's true. Yeah. So maybe I'll throw it on job. Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, um, anyways. Just a, yeah. just a little wild thought. Um, All right, so speaking of Java, what are you worried about more? Uh, a high dodge Java or one of his new crons that, you know, gives him infinite protection up? I want to hear what Fatal has to say about this. I'm very interested. For me, it's high dodge because I timed out on one, but I also didn't have anti-dodge safety valves on my Inquisitors yet, so... But also in 3v3, Inquisitors, I don't know how that goes. I'm assuming it's not good. Yeah, I don't know how they win. Mm. I don't I don't think they do. I don't think they so, do either. I'm gonna say dodge. I don't like I don't know, man. The stats in set five are crazy. I'm not that subtle on the effects. It's, yeah. They're I, fine. They're not bad, but they're not crazy. I think Javas are better when it's five v five than three v three for sure. I'm just not impressed on Jabba's period. It's like, yeah, okay, that's fair. He gets some turn meter or he gets some old charge and everyone gets some turn meter and it, I'm winning with the same counters <laughs> either way. So, yeah. yeah. You know, before this set came out, I would have said Supreme Leader Kylo of, of the big nines. Obviously, there's some crap nines in there, but of, of the big nines, Supreme Leader Kylo was the worst. Like when, when they announced what was on the set. But at having used Supreme Leader Kylo and having used Java in Arena, I am so much more happier with Supreme Leader Kylo. I think that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. In a minute's worth of gameplay, so the opening a AOE I had with Kylo hit hit Ben Solo for like 130k uh, on a crit. A minute into the fight, he crit Ben for five hundred and thirty-three k. <laughs> what? What were you? What? What was the cron? What? What were the levels? Uh, that you it's it's the stacking offense level nine, and then um, you get uh, what is it? Anytime you stun, you get speed up and offense up, and anytime you have an ally die, you get fifteen percent offense and plus twenty speed. So it's stacking offense, basically straight down the okay. line. So yeah. it's it's bowing to his inevitable penchant for just sacrificing his his own friends for his own personal gain. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was using I was using Daka and Zombie. So I mean, you're guaranteed to have deaths against the Ray team just because of Whirlwind, unless you kill her fast enough. Which with Ben, you you probably cannot. Uh, so you're you're gonna lose a couple people, uh, and it just stacks. And boy, does it stack! All right. Well, he only so he only gets the those bonuses one time from from zombie dying multiple times. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know, against Ray, like she's gonna get an ultimate because you just can't kill her before ultimate. You don't stack enough before that, and so then Hux and crew die. And so you've had three deaths. That's 45% offense. Plus you have offense up, which is 50% offense. So you're basically at 100% stacked offense. 
It kind of makes sense. So, uh, yeah. you know, like for how long, you know, Lord Vader without Datacrons, a lot of people were, you know, hating on him a lot. And then instantly Datacrons come out. He doesn't even have his own set uh, for him, but, you know, they're, they're good sets still. And suddenly he's the most amazing ever GL. Like right. no, more, no <laughs> more Lord Failure gifts, no more that nonsense. <laughs> um, uh, but this whole time, the only other GL that doesn't really have that is Supreme Leader Kylo. And now he, we're going to actually be able to add some stats to him that are like way more relevant. And I guess it makes some sense to me that he'd, he'd be a little yeah. bit more off the chains than people predicted. Yeah. 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 He, he was a lot, at the very least, there's a lot of fun to play with because, you know, at the end of the day, people like big numbers and, Boy, can he was able to hit big numbers without the crons. Now you're speeding up the big numbers. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is like, I still wonder if to some degree people saying Lord failure is because it will standard oppose him on defense. And so you don't get that satisfaction of like having them in your hands like some GLs do. Mm. I don't know, man. That character is like literally the highest win rate defense or like hold rate defense team of the game. <sighs> reality <laughs> what are you gonna do sometimes yeah there was um i mean you know so it, like the top 50 plan the people are really good um you know uh, along with the crazy rosters and there was there's only one person this whole season who one shot my lord vader that didn't just use the mirror and that that was like okay you got lucky like you got real lucky <laughs> You know, like good, good, good on you. You you one shot me with the the like ten percent bounty hunter counter, but all right, right, right. Uh, yeah, you know. I I told myself at the beginning of this season, I'm never gonna lose the Lord Vader. I'm keeping Ray Dash. I'm keeping that team. Oh, yeah. Um, I used it. I one shot every time except for the last time because I tried to cheap it out a little bit. Um. On, on my Ray Dash team, and I left a, a lone Lord Vader because it, it was a thick, it was the thick run as well. And so I left the lo one Lord, Lord Vader, but I was what eight for eight going into the final round of one shotting Lord Vader's, and it felt good. <laughs> Just like, all right, I don't have to worry about this. Now let's worry about the rest of the board. All right. Uh, well, and I should I should also clarify, Rokaren, who I faced this season, he did actually one shot me with um with a non Lord Vader team. What I was trying to say really was I, I was good with people who wanted to spend Ray and Dash. Like, do you pay your taxes? That's fine. Yeah. Like, you may pass. Uh, I I wanted to avoid the off meta weird shenanigans teams is what I really wanted to avoid. You know, like yeah, and and I think that's that's. That's, I mean, that's what I did too. If you one-shot my Lord Vader and you spent a GL and a level nine dash grunt to do it, that's fine. It's, I wanted to right. stop stupid Tarkin doing his Tarkin <laughs> bomb. And I stopped it three times. Like there are three separate people that took Tarkin against my Lord Vader. The fight lasted 34 seconds and it, <laughs> and they lost. <laughs> That's so satisfying. It is. That is crazy satisfying. It's so, so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, that makes me happy. Happy in my heart. Uh, yeah, like the, the Tarkin disco thing is, is funny. I thought about putting it on defense, actually. Like, I, 
uh, you know, so so what I did in my my the back zone that you know I was telling you guys how I changed yeah. quite a bit. Um, what I ended up doing so like most of my the the one scouting thing that I was really focused on was how what did they do with the bounty hunters and almost inevitably at least the final week they use bounty hunters to clean up Lord Vader. Um, like they use a weaker team to you know it's like a planned two shot kind of thing, and, and so when that happens, then uh, you know. Like bounty hunters are the one team that beat Starkiller with Savage with impunity. Like it's it's not it's embarrassing how bad they get beaten. However, if bounty hunters aren't in play, if they're just gone already, then that team becomes like a problem. You know, you, you can still beat it with the GL, but the the front zone that I was placing was going to be tough enough that a lot of times they're not going to have the luxury of another GL in the back. And so, uh. But then I had AP Mara to mess around with. And so I put TIE Fighter Pilot with them because that seems like a, an annoying thing to do. And of course, the, the cooldown reduction Kron and Mara's fast. And then uh, I put I ended up going with Krennic because he does Tenacity Down. And you never know, TIE Fighter Pilot might land Tenacity Down too late. Yeah. Against Wampa. Like Wampa might just destroy you before, before you get a chance uh, to actually get going. So... So I, I I opted for Krennic instead of Tarkin, but I, I was thinking about that a lot. Like, might be kind of fun to use Tarkin there. Just just make people sad. It's fun to make people sad. Apparently, it's the takeaway. <laughs> if, they, if they fall for it, they're going for a ride. I mean, they'll be glad that CG added the no uh, or exit anytime. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh all right so there's a couple of these questions in here that we should probably ask and not ignore um let's see all right here's a good one uh dodge aside what is the number one change you would make to the game and it, it can be a change to an existing mechanic or an introduction of something new hmm if you want to think about it, I have mine immediately off the top of my head. And it's once you red box, you can sim all the stupid treasure nodes. Assuming that you've, I'll even give them, you have to three star at first. Um, because there's so, I, I waste probably about seven hours of my life, which doesn't sound like a lot, but every month wasting seven hours of my life just going into fights, hit auto, wait for it to end, go in again, hit auto, do it four times, switch to another team, hit auto, just to grind these stupid treasure nodes. Once I get to the red box, let me sim those battles. So it doesn't take me an hour. It takes me like 10 minutes instead. Yeah, I would love that. That would be amazing, man. Yeah. Hmm. I would choose, and this wouldn't really even be for me necessarily. Uh, I mean, as a streamer, of course, I I interact with a lot of different people and at a lot of different levels, and I just I, I wish that they would make the game easier for new players to catch up. Frankly, like it, you know, people say things like, "Yeah, I've been playing for two years. I'm at like almost five million GP," and I'm like, two years." Uh, like to get that far like you, you're not even close you know um 
I, I would like more catch up mechanics for lower level players. That's that's I think what I would do. That's what I would choose. Or or I would choose for them to fix the Datacron UI because screw that UI, man. <laughs> oh my god, the UI is so awful. Oh man, I'm just like <laughs> I watch people complain about it. I'm like, yeah, you're. I don't agree with all the things you say, but we can agree on that. I hate it. <laughs> oh, the simple fact that you can't hit next on the Datacron. So you literally have to count which one you clicked on. Like, okay, I clicked on the third from the left. Let me click on the fourth from the left this time. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's less than ideal. Um, for me, I'm probably going to say... Like, they they took like the first step forward towards mod management. Let's let's bring it home. Like, let's. I don't know if it would ever be realistic to wish for like full in-game like loadout management or anything like that. But I mean, how many issues in this game basically boil down to people not really understanding or interacting with mods? And I'm not delusional. I know that like if you get the tools in game, pe there are people who still just don't want to deal with it. I think a lot of people probably still wouldn't want to deal with it, but at least it kind of puts the ball in their court instead of like, you have at least access to solutions now. Do you feel like putting in the effort or not? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also just this, the mod changes. Some of it was really good. Some of it was really bad. Like the cell flow now, I might just start selling on hot utils because at least for me, like the moment that you level mod to like level nine or level twelve, it's just gone. There's no way to see like fresh mods that you have because you have to like, you have to set up a second cell screen. You yeah. have to set up a second uh, a second filter to be able to see them. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's it's annoying yeah, like, to use them in game. I'll see if I can make a filter solution, but like at least for me, if it's like I level mod to like three, six, nine, or twelve. The moment that it has other mods at that same level, it's just like gone off the screen. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, honestly, like, e even for that problem, literally just like bring the old cell screen back. It was fine. It, it did its job perfectly. You could see unlocked mods. That or just like either give like a Marcus junk button or see all unlocked filter or there, there's so many ways that they could tackle it, but just give us something because yeah, I hate the way it's interacting with locked now that that drives oh, yeah. me so crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's just ignored. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Drive, I mean, the drives way me absolutely I, nuts. It's a, it's a real leap of faith, but there is a way to sell all unlocked mods requires you hitting select all cell so and when you do select all cell you can't see the list of mods that you're selling you can see like icons you can see like oh there's a gold there maybe i should go double check what it was and then you have to go manually find it because it's not going to tell like you can see the color and the slot oh god that's go, oh, okay terrifying do it <laughs> yeah so like and then that's assuming that you even trust select all cell in the first place and not sell right. anything unlocked it is right. It could be better. <laughs> oh. um, all right. Speaking of mods. Um, so one of the questions this week was, would you welcome them adding new primaries to diamonds and squares? Hmm. Maybe. I, 
that's that would be a really tough thing to adapt to. Yeah. I I I I personally would not want it. Um because it's nice to just know like oh I need to increase this character's offense. Let me just automatically go to the square. I won't even look at the triangle or the cross. Just like okay, here's the square. Here's an extra three and a half percent offense done. Um, it's kind of same thing with defense. It's like okay, there's the diamond. I know what I'm right. getting. I know what's there. Here's the sixty done. I mean that that's the appeal for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like having a couple of mods that I just don't have to worry about. You know, or, right. or like there's four mods that have that can have offense primary. So you know, like Dark Trooper wants all four of them, for instance. And uh, so you do that, and then all you have to do is find a good percent offense sec- secondary for two mods. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Um, I it's just nice to have things that you can count on. That being said, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to them adding. I don't know if I would want them to add more secondaries, like unless they deleted a couple secondaries and just like grandfathered in the old stats, like flat health or something. Um, and just like flat health is no longer an option. Like you can still get percentage health and you can still keep the old percent or the old flat health. But, you know, instead we're replacing it with secondaries on, um, uh, I don't know, accuracy maybe. I'm a min-maxer, so if you if you ask me, hey, do you want more ways to min-max? My answer, if I'm being honest with myself, my answer is probably going to be yes. But yeah, it's like, show me the list of stats you would want to add first, and then I'll make a decision. Because uh, that that's fair. Yeah, that that question sounds suspiciously similar to like, what if they added dodge or counter chance data crons or health right. data crons? And it's like, what if they didn't? <laughs> They're not here for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what stats. What stats could I be persuaded into? And I don't, I don't know if there are any. Like, steal to steal my, for my secondaries or primaries for primaries. Hmm. If it's just like they could both have defense and offense, I would maybe be down. Yeah, that wouldn't be as bad. Like, so for an attacker, instead of like Dark Trooper, you can put offense on both of them. That's probably not awful. Except for then you know what would happen. Your fast one on the speed set is going to be a defense and you're going to want offense on the square and you're going to be like, well, but, uh, this wouldn't have been a problem before, but now my plus 29 is, is a defense primary. I can't use it on this new attacker that came out. Right. Uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. Uh, like it's it's just that thing. I I don't like change. I guess like even <laughs> as even as I'm like okay, I, I can be more adaptable than a lot of people. Like I could do the datacrons and stuff. A lot of people just don't like it just because it's change almost. And I'm not saying that's the only p- thing people hate about datacrons. I know there's a lot of <laughs> legitimate things, but I really think that a lot of the stress they caused was like CG just saying you know, just like plopping them in our lap and they're like, hey, like go deal, go relearn mods entirely, but you also have mods too. Like learn how all that works, you know, get back to us. Like that, that's stressful. People don't react well to that. And I'm this, like, I don't want, I don't want something new. Like I'm, I'm good at what, what I'm at right now. Um, that being said, yeah, I, I don't even know if there is a stat that, that I would really go for to replace yeah. those. 
it, it would annoy me if there was like an accuracy because like sometimes sure accuracy would be nice but for the most part uh, not really yeah i don't want it most of the time i would like maybe I, I wouldn't mind one more way to get potency or tenacity that isn't just like the primary on the cross i wouldn't mind something like that yeah but I, I also don't want a ton of people floating around with 30 extra potency because they didn't bother to re-roll their cross. <laughs> or, you know, their, right. their square or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's one that's not on the podcast question, but now that makes me think about it. So now that we can slice or calibrate, whatever you want to call it, um, secondary stats, how many of the new calibration materials would you be willing to pay to change the primary of a mod? Like to re-roll that? Yeah. So like, let's say, you know, you got a speed set and a defense primary and you want to roll it into an offense. Hmm. Is it assuming that you would get to choose the primary? No, well, it's a no because knowing CG, it would be RNG. So, like, That's... you pick a cross, you have you know six options that it could roll into. Good luck. I I don't love it. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, be opposed to it being added. I guess. Sure. I I've stopped caring about the like I I, I use them still, but it, it's just such a shit show frankly like it, it just um yeah I, and this yeah the recalibration like it I've, I've had enough times that it's like three in a row and they're all the same stat but lower like it's just like triple kick in the nuts thanks for playing like well i'm glad i didn't spend money on that be a lot be a lot more frustrated you know it's a fun gamble thing I mean, it's fun having these conversations with you, uh, Fatal, because, you know, you're like trying to, didn't you just spike a 29 the other day? <laughs> it's fun, and, and I hate you more for it. It's it's like, you know, both are growing, the hatred and the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just treat it all as the same as like working on normal mods. It's like most of the stuff's probably going to miss, but as long as I keep on working towards it, stuff will get better over time. I like I went to Hot Eagles and plugged a bunch of extra speed to a few characters, fully expecting it to just start racking up fails. And I was like, nah, man. <laughs> you could have been running this weeks ago. Where are you both? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I learned, I learned, what was it? It was just last week that, so on on this mod, I, I rolled my fifth roll for speed. I had a 20 and it rolled to a 23. So I was like, okay, you know, five head brain move here. I'm going to calibrate and i'm going to calibrate the speed stat and these bastards stole my best speed roll because i actually <laughs> rolled it back into speed and it stole my best speed roll from the mod and gave me another three speed roll so it literally wanted to switch me to a 20 and i was like you sons of bitches you didn't even take the last roll they took like the third roll and i was like but that's that's cheating you can't do that i actually re-rolled speed and you made it worse <laughs> man i i i mean that's confirmation bias for sure but i i've i i feel like i probably just notice it every time that like you know even if you're taking away a stat that you don't want it's like percent defense right you know 
why why do you have to take the one that's like doesn't exist? Why do you have to take the one that's bar is all the way over to the right? You know, to turn it like yeah. Not that it matters that much, but at the same time, I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> I wonder how many people have had that work out for them. Like they're they're like, man, I gotta have a perfect mod right now. I just have to re-roll one of my fives into a six <laughs> for speed. I I kind of like that the system can work that way. I mean, you know, the, the randomness yeah. is whatever. Like, yeah, th this game would be so weird if you could like deterministically just like create a mod effectively. Not that it's like a defensive randomness, but it's just like you start to imagine where that goes, and this game just changes fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's kind of like it's a very flexible system in a way that like six D three A weren't of like. I don't know. You can like start doing rehab projects or like kind of like you said, right? You know, you had a mod that had like really high quality on all the speed mods, but like, you know, I mean, I'm sure we all have like the five hit twenties and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You could just go start to like rehab a mod that was like normally garbage. And like, you know, as long as it goes back to speed, if you know that the rolls are all trash, it's kind of just like skies a little bit from there. It's a very weird, flexible system, but I, I think like over time, it's going to prove out to be like, I mean, if, if CG starts giving us better sources than just a Java event, because <laughs> I don't think right. many people have Java yet. Weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, if we get more sources, I don't know if it will come from like TV or whatever. I think that would be a nice step in the right direction, because I think the system is at its best when everyone has a lot to work with and you just, right? It's slow enough to farm right now that like the misses feel bad, but if it's just like you're just you keep rolling them, you keep racking them up, it's like okay, whatever, go next, do it again. Yeah, yeah. and you're I think you hit the nail on the head there, Fatal, because I I don't see it as cost effective to buy to spend cash on it, like you know, unless you have the mentality of like I just want it and I have the spare cash, whatever, I'll do it. But like in terms of trying to like get a good deal for and i know that there's at least one person in chat who's going to be like spending money in this game is never a good deal but <laughs> like if you accept the idea of like okay i'm going to spend some money in the game how do i get the best bang for my buck like the the recalibration stuff is just not on that list right now like it's it's just like no well you know spend crystals to reroll uh, or to to refresh on on mods on farming mods certainly but not not on the recalibration stuff and so you know, I'll, I'll wait for like a week. I'll, I'll do three refreshes in the store and be getting those recalibration things, uh, or refreshes, sorry, in the, on mod battles, uh, be getting recalibration things. I'll have enough to reroll, to roll it a few times at the, you know, by the end of the week. And usually it's just like, nope, nothing. And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I'm really glad I didn't pay $20 for him to tell me the same thing. <laughs> you know like that, right. that feels bad at least if i spent 20 dollars on some gear it might just be this thing that eventually they pulled a plug and it disappears like datacrons but at least i got something quote-unquote tangible as opposed to like nope your stat is actually worse like right you're a sucker go f yourself that's how it feels you've got job on now right yeah uh, <laughs> have you gotten to like run the smuggler it felt like Christmas, man. I was like, they're giving us this much. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe how much they gave. I, I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like you can't farm this much on uh, like, it would take, it takes like a month to farm this much through the, yeah. Yeah. Through the mod battles. Like, and they just hand it to you. I was, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
like I, I, I almost just switched my farm on Professor X on my alt to Java. I'm like, I'm gonna get some of those. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I haven't been factoring into like farm recommendations, but like, it's not far off. Like, I mean, CG is in this whole mode now of like rewarding teams with like extra stuff. And the Inquisitor stuff, whatever, I guess, right? It's like, you miss some red boxes sometimes if you don't have them. This Java thing, like, I'm assuming that it's permanent. Like, that, that is just going to keep wrapping yeah. up. And, like, yeah. you know, we're, we've been talking about the RNG nature of recalibrations, but on some level, you keep recalibrating over time. That is just going to keep adding up. So, like... I, I absolutely agree on that. <laughs> you know? Well, what, what do our mod collections look like a year from now or two years from now? I mean, uh, talking to... Uh... T talking to some of the the top players who, who have who've um you know gotten some really crazy mods uh, over time um like that that's the thing that they'll consistently say they'll be like okay so gear and all that that's fine if you want to wail on it uh, but like sasha isha especially like he used to say like tell me like the the most money you can the best money you can spend on this game is mods like that you get the most you know yeah. like long lasting stuff. And so yes it's the rng is is frustrating but over the time, course of time like fatal says like the uh, the you know cg hasn't weighted things against rolling speed it feels like that sometimes but like it's consistent enough that like it's worth spending money on if you want to spend that money uh, on the game like it's some of the best return from your from your cash that you can spend um and yeah like honestly like like you said fatal thing yeah you miss it one time on java and it's like well whatever that's fine i don't need that over the course of a year and you get in that event every week like 52 rolls of those rewards is crazy yeah that's a huge shift in fact yeah it's, so it's you nuts. know what they've done with java that i really like is they have given kind of really positive ways of using him like if you have java you have an advantage but if you don't have him your disadvantage in that you you didn't you know you don't get to do that event or in sector 5 of conquest you have to actually figure out a team to get bounty hunter kills with but at the same time it's not like some of the other tunes that they had like all the hut cartel gcs that they've had you haven't needed job before uh you know sector five of conquest i guarantee you 90 percent of the population doesn't realize that every single one of those feats are designed for you to just use your java team 10 times um but that's what they did it's you just go in and use Java and the Hut Cartel ten times, and you will hit all four of those feats in that sector. But they didn't like beat you over the head with it. It was like, all right, you can do this with all these other teams. Um, just if you have if you have Java, congrats, you've made it easy mode. Yeah, I I'm giving serious thoughts. So if I got profundity. Um, I'm pretty close to Kylo, and then I, I am just straight up running toward Pellmel toward trying to get Grand Inquisitor unlocked on my alt uh, this coming, you know, like December. And uh, yeah. after that, it's like, okay, maybe I go for for Kylo next, just because then it would be nice to have my fleet uh, there as well for my this is for my alt. And then, honestly, like Jabba's the farthest away for that account, but I, I might just do it. Like it's. 
it's the, the advantage is pretty ludicrous. It's just you have to farm a bunch of like kind of nonsense characters that like that account doesn't need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the hope is that maybe they'll give them some more support down the line, but it, that that's just the hope. <laughs> right. Nothing more. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're getting not to mention like Java accounts with Java. Like if you know, we used to it used to be a thing of like, well, it, you you would just try to advise people to if they wanted to um, like get get the new crazy cool stuff. It like work on your geos early on, so then you could do the Watt mission, and then a huge way bigger guilds are going to take you, and then you're you're going to be able to get all the cutting edge stuff. Like now. It's almost like maybe I don't know for sure, but maybe that is the thing. Like you said, fatal. Like that might be that might be part of the farming advice of hmm, you're gonna see. Like you might be able to get into a big guild if you have Jabba, depending on what what he is required to do in territory battles. Yeah, the a lot is hinging on the TB. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if it's just like getting some extra GT3 or whatever, then maybe it's not as big of a deal. But, you know, maybe he, maybe there is a second unlock character. Like we've, we've all been focused on Reva, but every other territory battle has introduced like four total new unlock, like territory battle specific characters. Uh, it would be surprising if there wasn't at least one more. That's surprising to me, at least. But. Yeah, I. Yes, I agree. I, I think there is at least one more. I think it will only be one more though, because it, it's not it's not being released in like a pair. You know, like the sure. the light side, dark side. You you got four because you had a light side and dark side, and each had two. I think so. I think we are. Um, I, I think we'll see two. You know, one one for the currency, one for the mission type thing. And really, really curious on how that's going to go. And Pills, <laughs> we see you in chat, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Appreciate that, Pills. But um, yeah, I, I, think, I think Java and Grand Inquisitor are going to be the two biggest things for this uh, TB coming up. And so you know, you saying you're switching focus on your alt to those two things, or at least considering switching your focus on your alt to those two things. I don't think that's a bad idea. Like, I think that's, I, think, I actually think that's really smart. And Java is good for your GAC account as well. You know, like going for him is not going to hurt you. Right. It's just like mob enforcer, but thank you for right. being, thank <laughs> you for taking up space. Thank you're, you. you're a thing. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, I've been using Java a lot this conquest, and he is fun, man. He is a lot of fun on offense. Oh my god, you get you get to his contract, and then you have OG Boba, and he just does his execute, and you're like, oh my god, that hit for like 500k. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and you you get your ult, and you're like, I don't know how I got my ult. But um, thank you for making it there now. And uh, now, now the Rancor will eat someone. Uh, yes, fun. yeah, that too. <laughs> and, and it counts as a bounty hunter kill. So hey, <laughs> it does. It does. I noticed that today because I was on forty nine. I hit my ult, and I was like, 
man, I hit my ult. There's no way I don't want to use this animation. So I did it. Right. And I was like, oh, thank God it counted. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's just a funny thing to, to see. Yeah. I mean, I joke about the not knowing how he gets his ult, but it, like, but seriously, sometimes I'm like, I don't think I quite understand exactly what, like, I, I, I need to reread it. That's that's the case for all GLs, though. Every once in a while, man, I'll, I'll just go and reread the GL kit when I have a couple hours left to, just to spare. Just I'll read, like, one GL kit. And I'll, I'll just be like, oh. Oh, that, make, that makes so much more sense. Like, I, I don't... I have a pretty good, I would say I have a better than most grasp of, of the kits in this game, especially like the competitive GAC level ones. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's too much of a stretch. I, I'm just constantly like, there's just so much just, you know, like it floored me when I learned that Lord Vader gave speed up to dark side uh, force users, like <laughs> just had no clue, just lost one of my GACs because of it. Um, because it's just like kind of hidden there. It's still hard to find when people are like, really? Uh, you know, I tell them and they're like, really? Where? I'm like, it'll take me a while, but I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> just like uh -huh. a throwaway sentence. Oh, cool. You do that too. Good job. Molepil's giving a gifted to Arnold. Nice. Thank you, Molepil's. Yes. Yeah. Um, the ultimate shame sub. <laughs> why, why isn't Arnold uh, sub to us? I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Why wouldn't he? That's weird. Uh, all right. So speaking of not finding information, <laughs> one of these questions had to pop in. So this past conquest came. It's a brand new conquest. We didn't get any announcement on any of the changes for said brand new conquest, including the new data disks that were released um after begging and pleading and shaming meathead released a full list of all the new data cards for the conquest he released it only to the events server and did not release it on the forum how do you feel about cg only releasing information to a third-party server i had not heard of that that is crazy, actually. Like, I already have enough problems with them releasing information only to forums. Like, I, I think if people are going to play their mobile game, they should be able to just stay in their mobile game and not have to go to some other website, frankly. Like, and, and GG is a necessary evil because CG doesn't want to do it, I guess. Um, but releasing it to a Discord server... it seems crazy that 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 is nuts actually yes and for those listening I, to the podcast i still well actually i made potatoes i think steal them and post them in our discord server and they're now pinned there by the way but yeah it's been a crazy I mean, couple days of like work for me <laughs> i think it boils down to at least i don't know that much about the situation but it, it struck me as like it seemed like two things. It seems like one, they they possibly misgauge interest on people being interested and having that as an available resource. Um, but also, like, 
at least for me personally, a lot of other games, the Discord is a pretty big deal and like is kind of a a vector or an angle for official messaging, but just Galaxy of Heroes exists in a bubble outside of a lot of standard games industry trends where we don't have an official server you know the the discord environment is just so heavily fragmented i don't even know like even if they said all right guys we're, we're gonna do this we're making an official galaxy heroes discord i like what would you like would it even work would people join it like it feels like the structure is already pretty much set so i mean on some level my, my read was always that soh events is third party but is kind of loosely treated as official but so like honestly seeing that message in SOH events at least SOH events is the only discord server that you see devs in right right devs are community managers and stuff like that so it feels like at least loose approval i've seen situations like that before um that part doesn't bother me so much is it seems like it could have just been a misunderstanding especially yeah i don't know it I kind of enjoy banter and back and forth, but it just seemed like unfortunate timing for something that people actually like kind of cared about and would like to have available. It's just like, ooh, yeah. long time in place. Yeah. I, I, so you say you don't think that it would be that popular, but they do. Ha- so they CG created the Lord of the Rings official server. Um, and it's populated with, almost 3,000 people that basically plays this game. <laughs> so I think if they set it up, like people would go there and their their Discord server for Lord of the Rings is, it's not, you know, the game isn't in full release or anything. So it's not fully fleshed out, but they have a bug section where a developer actually talks to people about bugs. And it's not, it's not Crumb or meathead that's talking to the people about you know the bugs where you're you're trying to relay the information for the people that didn't write the code like an actual developer touches it like they they have meathead and crumb talk there obviously as well they have another developer there talking about their you know like in in events section so what did you think of this event type thing and who knows maybe when the game does finally release in six months the devs stop doing that and this is for their beta and they're having, you know, uh, touching the community more, but like they're showing as a company that they can do that and that they do do that. And so it just bugs me that like you don't make a forum post. You, you did all the work to create this list. Like Meathead specifically pulled the information, put it all into a list for everybody put it on the event server and then didn't also put it on the forums. That's why I'm wondering if it is, if they're just assuming that it's not like something that the larger community would care about. Which seems like silly to me. Like That just seems like that's a major change to a major game mode when you're changing the data cards. Like why wouldn't people want to know about that? Yeah, right. I don't know. Right now. See, like, the, the forums can be seen as like the one place people can go to get their stuff. It's like a neutral location, right? Like right. It, there's, because it's owned by the game company itself. Like I'm, I'm generally okay with them releasing information there. And, you know, sometimes maybe in game, they should give us a pop-up saying, Hey, go check it out. Like I'm playing Marvel snap some right now. And they like, yeah. 
you can't yeah you can't you can't ignore their constant badgering that a new patch just came out a new you know, a new update <laughs> right. like it's so like go see it i'm like no i already told you no but but like that they let us know like uh, uh, as opposed to in the in this game it's like the game needs to be reset okay what happened <laughs> i don't know like maybe, maybe meathead said something probably not yeah. um uh, so so yeah, go to the official forums. Let's say though that I want, I'm like, man, okay, I'm more and get more and more engaged in, in Galaxy of Heroes. I, I want to go check that out. Like, so so then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to the forums and read every single post there and try to, you know, like catch up on all the all the news. But but you can't because now they're releasing it in places that aren't even officially linked on the forums. Like there might be some <laughs> people who are like, oh hey, you should go check this out. But maybe they won't. Like you can't just rely on random people just linking everyone else. Like he's gonna take the time and effort to do this and then only reward people of a specific tiny community. Like that that seems a little crazy to me. Right. Okay, well, especially did they announce it? Announce what? That he gave some official release, in for, like he gave some official documentation, like an up an update, no. like they didn't just at everyone. So at least as long as you're part of that community, like you get to know. <laughs> no, I, I don't even know if they pinned it. To be honest with you, so I'm supposed to know to go and click on that server, and then hopefully I click on one of like the eighty channels that they have, the or maybe it's like three thousand. I haven't bothered to count, but but like hopefully i find it and hopefully yeah like it's pinned or something or it's near the top because i could just scroll for a while and that that server's busy enough i could just miss it yeah oh they did i, I will i will say they at least pinned it i'll give them that um but yeah i, I just like i don't know um you went through the work to create the list just make a quick post that said hey guys sorry i didn't get this sooner people told me you wanted it I did the work anyway. Here you go. That's, you know. Uh, Seems like that should be sufficient. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's move on. But it just, uh, I don't get it. Um, all right. So different podcast question. And I like how this question was worded. So. Uh, and Sarah will probably like it as well. Uh, can each roundtabler give us a conquest tip for this current conquest, e.g. a sleeper team or a farming priority? Hopefully I've asked this early enough for Zareth to ask Sarah for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny uh, the perception that people have that I just don't play conquest myself. Like They're, they're <laughs> like, oh yeah, she does it on his main too. I'm like... Sure, she does. <laughs> she paid. Wish she did. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> um, all right. So, what's what's one conquest tip, hack, combo? What what's one thing that has made your conquest easier so far? Right, so, I I should probably be one of the first to say something, just because. Um, I mean, it, it is true to some degree that I, I don't know that much about it. I kind of just bludgeon my way through. But um, I, I really like the interaction of getting, you can get the, um, you get all the staggers and the empire kills uh, with E.P. Mara, the Starkiller. 
yeah really yeah. nicely like you don't obviously you don't have datacrons or anything but like that 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 plays really really nicely and then you can use if you have lord vader like he's kind of the trump card right like he's he just wins all the things but then you can use his him to go you know beat the harder teams or whatever but the ep star killer team will get the that feet pretty nice get those feet yeah fatal what about you what have you found I'm going to have a lot more to say in the next couple days. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually like doing some conquests, like team and farming content. But the two big things that I would say that people might not already know is Fortified does not stack, or at least I can't say that with 100% certainty, but I tried the fight with like three equipped, or no, it was with two equipped and one equipped, and I was taking roughly the same damage. So pretty 99% chance it's not stacking. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. the other one is grab Blindsight blindside if you see it uh you know there are plenty of other good discs but that is one that has kind of flipped a lot of teams for me a low stamina and i don't i don't don't know if everyone's necessarily always doing low stamina attacks but if that's something that you're interested in i mean believe me i had like a three ruthless swiftness two ruthless offense like teams like grievers are failing until i gave blindside a shot and then everything flipped on its head so nice Yeah, fortified plus entrenched. I think entrenches the protection up. Really good combo yeah. there. Blindside, really good for a lot of teams when your team is like low stamina. Your offense sucks. You're not doing damage, so you just do. It's it's why M- agony was good, right? Is because your team didn't have to do damage. You just killed them with their own health. Right. Uh, right. Slower version of that. You're not going to be like one shotting teams with Lord Vader, but it it will help. So yeah, 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 yeah. And my tip is if you have Ray. Find a voluntary Vanguard cron or card, whatever they're calling it. And then you can do Ray, Ben Solo, then Farm Boy, Old Ben, and Leia all on the same team. You go into the Tuscan battle at the end of Sector 4 and you hit auto. And because voluntary Vanguard, they can only hit Ray, they have no AoEs. And Ben keeps her alive. And eventually it takes like two minutes. So it's a longer fight. But again, it's on auto and you're doing two globals at once. And it's stupid easy. Like it's it's just Ray is sitting there with one health and the Tuscans just keep hitting her and taking a million turns. She's like, I'm going to hit my ult right now. And, and she just eventually wipes them all out. So you get both global feats done on auto on a treasure note which is nice oh that's lovely yeah yeah that that's a good one that's i i've enjoyed that one so far and i do it i do it down to 50 percent stamina you could probably do it further just i i i, I usually don't take my teams below 50 percent. that way the next day they're back at 100 so i can use them again um yeah. but my conquest yeah. style is refreshing treasure nodes for datacron farming. So for me, any team yeah. that can like one per- auto at one percent is like god tier. <laughs> yeah, this team and realistically, this team probably can. I just haven't personally taken it down below fifty percent because the Tuscans can literally never kill Ray. Yep. So instead of, I'm sure when she's at one percent, instead of at, you know, instead of it taking two minutes, it's going to take four minutes. I mean, hey, Warwind is a certified kill. <laughs> right. I, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know if they outstat it. Maybe they do, but I'm uh, assuming. Yeah, when you, when you get down to 1%, it might not. 
peaking. Mm. But I can tell you at 60%, Whirlwind still one-shots him. Yeah, it's five values, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, but yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. yeah it sounds like a 1% team. I don't see yeah. that going wrong. It, it does. It does. Because I don't see how they kill right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that that's that's my fun team for conquest um imagine us talking about conquest uh you need to get the data crown somehow yeah unfortunately <laughs> that's, that's... Uh, yeah conquest yeah i mean it's on some level the better you are at conquest unless you have to play conquest so i'm invested now <laughs> that's yes true yeah. Well, yeah, I was, you know, my joke is always that I just bludgeoned my way through. And, you know, so Sarah's really taken that to heart because she's um, she's all about the efficiency and trying to figure out the strategies. And so she's always, like I said, her screenshot and I'm at, you know, I only have only need a couple more feats to go till I'm done with Red Crate. And she's like, nice bludgeon. I'm like, actually, this is really efficient. This time I, <laughs> I was crazy efficient. It's, it's really easy to be efficient. It is. And, okay. and I have what, I think three level nine datacrons already yeah yeah i uh so i stopped caring about efficiency the day that i had to do conquest for all 14 days like earlier before they added datacron farming to conquest i was like okay i'm gonna get this done in six days that way i get three weeks off now it's i'm gonna be doing this anyway like that's i might as well just take my time and do the feats as I do them. Cause I do, you know, if I can do the feat as I'm going through the sector, like I find a team and I can do the feat, I'll do it obviously. Otherwise I'm just going to do all the feats on the treasure nodes. And I'm going to be hitting the treasure nodes anyway. So who the hell cares? Like how early I get them done. I care about efficiency in the sense of need to not two star, one star. Node. As yes. Long as that's not happening. Right. That and that's what I do. I, I through the sectors, I, I strictly use GLs. Like I, I don't or uh, Mall Mandos works really well on some teams, or Sorty works really well on Padme teams because she just kills them before they <laughs> take a turn. Um, <laughs> but it's you know otherwise it's just straight GLs through the sector, and if I drop more than like two banners <laughs> when I go through a sector, I'm pissed. Because I just used only GLs going through it. And usually the right. banners I drop are like on the middle or the boss node where it's like, you have to use this team. And But I don't want to use this team, but it's going to give me two extra banners. So I guess I have to. Right. Well, so, I mean, and that's, that's why it's efficient this time is because almost all the feats can be farmed on the nodes. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it's like, I'm, I'm getting both, you know, I, I am I am progressing faster. Like I try to spread through set because you need to get through sector four at least so you can farm the all of the mats. And then once all you right. get to sector five, I'm just like, all right, I'll I'll just finish that off so I can be looking at feats and everything the whole time. But yeah, I'm at five seventy eight right now, and I have three datacrons at level nine and a couple of six as well. And I haven't yeah. spent any extra money other than the conquest pass, and then refreshes up to up through the one hundreds. Right. Yeah. Which I guess some people would be like, that's a lot of money. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> it, it. God, it really does add up. It's, it's what, like 4,000 something credits to do through the 100s for 14 days? Yeah, um, I'm sure it's not like a sustainable thing you can do just through in game. 
crystals. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, at least for me personally, I don't really bother with Redbox until the end. So I guess I'm still a procrastinator in that sense. It's just, I mean, what, what do I care about Redbox for? They're not going to give it to me for two weeks. Those Datacrons, you could use yeah. them within a week. So I pretty much just spam farm as I'm going. You know, I'll like, I'll check feats and like make sure I'm like making appropriate progress on like the 40 counts that I'm not yeah. gonna like fall yeah. on. But yeah, I, I got I got to sector four. I don't even check in feats. I'm just I mean, right now I'm popping autos. I'm like <laughs> doing my Admiral yeah. Radis just finished Grievous. Balls up next. As you yeah, know. right. Yeah, I uh, I so so that I can farm fast. I do day one. Because you know you have the preloaded energy. I am through set. I am done with the sector two boss by the end of my first, you know, round of refreshes. Mm-hmm. And then that night, because it's you, it goes live at what two o'clock for me. And then the daily energy refresh or daily reset for me is at eleven o'clock. So I I plow through it at two through sector two, and then at eleven o'clock I'm hitting that sector one treasure node. To get as many data crowns as I can to then level them up. Like that's and then then after that I'll move on because like you said, sector four is important for those materials once you get past level five and you're like, oh crap, I need I need mark two and mark three. Uh by the way, did they keep the conversion different? Because I got it like a ton of reroll mats and not much crafting. Which isn't really a bad thing. I think I actually might prefer it, but it was just Odd. Yeah, they changed it again. And they added more cash to it, too. Yeah, I prefer I mean, the more, honestly, more cash. Yeah, more cash, more rerolls. I'm, I'm probably fine with that. It was just like, oh, I actually got a farm this time. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was 4 million cash per R9 now. Yeah, it was 4 million. Like, I, I had yeah. to spend I had to spend early just so I wouldn't waste. Like, I, I would have wasted, like, 12 million I yeah, I I did too. Yeah, even so, I think I still wasted like two hundred thousand, which kind of stings. Give given the desperate circumstances, I'll eventually be in to for upgrading datacrons. I'm like, right. if I have if I have to run another like another slow like level one uh, treasure node, to, and you have to kill those bounty hunters so freaking slowly because they have all their stacks of armor. <laughs> I have, I have killed those damn bounty hunters so many times just from needing to farm cash. And we don't have, so last set, we had a second uh, set dusting that then gave us like another 20 million cash. We don't get that this time. Like That's true, yeah. Ne- next season, we're just like, well, hope you saved some. Con- Conquest 2 is going to be spent on like sector one and sector five because right now we're going to have all the crons and then it's going to be like okay well i need all the cash and all you re-roll mats come come to me yeah i i'm i i find that now that i don't care about the the like i care about a couple i guess of the of the abilities the mechanics but mostly i'm just going to be rolling for stats uh i, I don't care as much about the reroll mat exclusivity this time yeah it's just not as terrifying to me well right i don't care about the the mark three reroll mat 
exclusivity now that I have my my nines. Um, but I want all the level the Mark II reroll mats for that uh, rerolling the stats on four and five. Right. Because they're not the highest, but they're also quite high in the percentages. Oh, uh, well, I mean, they're the most important stats. They're also... They're also like, man, I don't know if I could spend 80 on this uh, for like, there's, right. so, there's so many stats in the pool that it's it's like, and then you get like, hey, you, you, wanted, you wanted to get rid of this potency and you wanted to like replace it with crit damage or something. Well, here's two more uh, various <laughs> options for potency. Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, I didn't know I was recalibrating my uh, Datacron as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, what it is but yep um all right so it's probably enough conquest uh 3v3 anything you were looking at differently than last 3v3 mm, i mean to me the biggest change is you can so I mean, there was already builds for Lord Vader out that that stopped you from doing it, but you can't use the BAM like the the BAM set three is gone, and therefore yeah. bounty hunters aren't a consistent way to beat Lord Vader. Like my alt is really feeling it. My main is also like ah, that's what I usually did, kind of thing. You know, people put people can put Thrawn and Maul. I think it force your hand but yeah yeah you know you'd have to use something else but like no, no one does that in the lower levels just just the higher levels and i'm like man all right kylo i guess i'll just use you with your fancy new datacrons <laughs> yeah i uh, i don't know how much is going to change i mean obviously we don't have the set three crown so we don't have malgus we don't have sith eternal like i those are the obvious ones, but I don't, I don't know if the teams have really changed other than that Fennec team. Cause I relied on that a lot last three V three season as well. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see. Um, I am really curious to see the first time I'm going to face a JML on defense with a hundred percent protection on the stats or, the 80% health ray. Um, but here's hoping it's not week one. <laughs> That's. Yeah. Uh, Iden, I would say, not to be a broken record, but I think this this might actually be one of the scariest seasons that she's going to have yet. I mean, two reasons. First off, because now that the it's finally done. All yeah. right. Oh, thank God. This was the first season. That I was posting, I did on defense in 5v5, and there is at least, I think, four or five matches where they would lose to Aiden and then just kill with initiate. Like, you cowards. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, as much as I hate Dodge, the revelation that deflection is actually like insane for Aiden hit 5v5 pretty yeah. hard, at least for me, and in 3v3, I think it's going to be even grosser. So, yeah, that, that's going to be a problem for my opponents and not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. Oh, I was talking to somebody in on Discord the other day. And it's like, I have I have this short trooper tenacity modded. Why the hell did I do that? It's like, I know. <laughs> right. Uh, 
pretty good reason based on the results yeah. I've been seeing. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm giving serious thought to that too. Fatal, actually, I might just copycat you. I I don't know. Dude, I, maybe it's just because people aren't scouting every single match, every single week. It's like it's the ceremonial Wampa sacrifice, it's right? Like, like, I mean, people. It's got to be indication that people aren't checking histories because, like, if they look, they would see every single time Wampa fail, time yeah. Wampa fail, time right. But that, that's what I look at though. Now, like, I I look at I look at their potency just out of habit, but my boy Womp is modded well enough that he, he doesn't have to worry about well, well now he does because of the crons, but but like uh, but then, yeah, like tenacity is is the big thing, like if you can't land some of your vital debuffs, then uh, it's the heal block, man it, yeah. yeah, it's he's so dependent on that, like that's what I was kind of wondering, is like, are people ever going to realize that like Wampa potency actually is kind of like <laughs> really important to him, like not only for the item fight, but like Sith Eternal a whole bunch of stuff yeah. boils down to him being able to land that, and so oh, yeah, okay so that that brings up another question I was going to ask you of so obviously Iden is Empire and set 5 applies to Iden. are you going to or set 4, um are you going to focus on set five stats for your item team rather than set four that has actual empire abilities? Deflection item is such a crazy angle that I think it's going to be hard to get off of. At least I think she's definitely going to ride out set four while it's up from there. I mean, the whole idea started when like, <laughs> I think it was Weevil or Zeta or someone was like, hey, why aren't you, why don't you put that tenacity crown on Iden? And then I tried it. <laughs> and I mean, right, like, so to some degree, like, is tenacity in set five? Yes. I think tenacity modded shore is already kind of doing that job. So, like, yeah. I don't know if you really care about that anymore. You could just, like, freestyle it at that point and just, like, you know, see whatever stat mixes are interesting. Crit damage, she certainly makes good uses of. Bulk, hey, why not, I guess? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I was kind of worried when set one ended of like how realistic is Iden going to be to keep going, but like tenacity sure has kind of just been good enough that the rest of it is just kind of like, well, what are you worried about? Uh, deflection was is actually mostly, I think, impactful for Radis, but nobody holds Radis. So right. that's less impactful, yeah. but what kind of sold me on it is I'm, I think Bad Batch could get trapped by it because like if you're not laying that text done, Things could change very quickly. I'm curious to see how that goes back and forth. Because I think a lot of people were trying to reach for a bad batch against my Iden team. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> at least in the past, when I've tried bad batch fights and that stun doesn't land, things tend to break. Yeah, so, you if stun doesn't land, you lose. <laughs> like it's yeah. So there are, there at least might be a fighting chance there. I'm curious to see how that goes. But uh Yeah, man, I don't know. T- tenacity short is just like such a crutch that I don't. I don't have a good answer for what it looks like when set four ends. Like, yeah, you could like just any mix of stats of like bulk damage. They're on some tenacity. Hey, you could you could get some bulk back on your shore. You know, make, make <laughs> him a good tank on top of a hard to debuff tank. Right, guys, I love it. It's a very flexible team, which I think is part of why it's so fun. You just kind of do what you feel like. Follow yeah. your heart. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I tell people when they're being difficult. <laughs> the, the, they're like what do you think should I, I should do here i'm like what does your heart tell you <laughs> my heart tells you to ask you bastard <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i I'm trying to think like so i actually faced well, this 
past it was probably the first i think week one i faced somebody um that had like the super super Iden team and it was 5v5 like you had and so i he's like yeah it's anti-wampa i was like yeah, my Wampa actually cleared it, though. And I think it was because it was 5v5, which helped it. Um, you know, more attacks, more counters, more yeah. ramping damage. Because the fight... More heal block. Right, right. The the fight took four minutes, and I think I think I cleared it with, like, two seconds left. Um, so I think all the counterattacks leading to the turn meter, leading to the roar, you know, helped me clear it faster than it would in, say, like, a 3v3. But uh, God, was that fight annoying? <laughs> that fight was so damn annoying. <laughs> I mean, the comedy of Datacrons to me is that, for as much as people don't like them, it sure is easier to get people to use Datacrons than it is to get them to like rebot a character. <laughs> oh, well, that's the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. put tenacity on short, you'll get free holds. All right, we got grit. <laughs> we got yeah, the yeah, right. That you asked for. <laughs> that's good enough, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you get that blank stare. Or, yeah. you know, like the, the equivalent online. You're like, well, you could just remod. And they're like, so what are other options? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and so the, the funny part is, because that's my gut reaction right now as well. Like, I will remod. Um, but my gut reaction is like, I don't want to remod. And then I sit there. I'm going to have these crowns for four months. Like, this isn't a remod for three weeks and then switch the modding. It's Mm-hmm. I'm remodding for four months. By then, I'm going to remod my everything anyway because this new team B is going to come out. And it's like, but there's there's just this mental block of, oh man, you want me to remod? Why yeah, would I the, do the, that? Those crowns go in real easy, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah, until you you're like, oh crap, like my my Iden team is my tenacity one on defense. <laughs> crap, yeah. I was I was going to use that with Wampa. I don't know, man. I Aiden is just like Turbo, like she is like what Turbo Qui Gon was when I think it was Sean or someone. Dude, like that's the funny thing about Turbo Qui Gon. Sean messaged me really early on that like, dude, I think Tur- like a really fast Qui Gon Omicron team would be nuts. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, I I told him off. I was like, nah, you're crazy, dude. There's no way it's worth pulling all that stuff from JMK. Two months <laughs> pass. <laughs> And there you go. <laughs> no, I mean it's still Prince wins for me. Like uh, Dude, that is like one of the longest lasting teams. That is just like, ah oh, man, what a thing. How has that not been solved? I mean, I thought that the Mon Mothma with armor was like decently viable, but then I fought one with good armor pet and she just got blown back up again immediately. Like you can only hide behind stats for so long. That team is still just ferocious. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It, I've I've been really enjoying. Like, yeah, my my poor Jedi Master Kenobi's like. So when can I have my team back? I'm like, never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you know how lucky you are to have Cat right now? Ray's over here with Ben. <laughs> right. <and Dash. laughs> Most people don't get Cat. <laughs> Best I can give you is a Clone Wars Chewie. You're gonna like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I put my my. I have better options. Even I just put my Clone Wars Chewy in there just just to just to taunt them because no one's going to use any off meta anything against it. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, like Clone. He does enough. He's hey, a Galactic Republic tank. I'm yeah. Relic Five. All right, bud, you're in. You're I, in. I wish yeah. I had him <laughs> legitimately. 
Um, yeah, yeah. If I modded him, if I like took any care of him whatsoever, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he is fine. I, I like him on that team, but like Jedi Knight Guardian does the same job, right? I mean, for me, it's Plo. Plo is my GR tank of shame. I mean, whatever. I still have an R7 with him, though. He's R6 for months. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, well, I just, I feel kind of sad. Like, my plow was okay mod. He wasn't like, he didn't get anything special, but but then I I needed to get him seven so he could be an off-meta counter for me in ships. Uh, so I got him to seven, and then I was like, oh, now that means I have to six E-mod him. And I have, a, I have enough just, like, trash six E-mods just laying around that I could put them on him, but they're just, like, this hodgepodge of crap. And so now he's modded worse. Oh, despite, yeah. despite being relic seven so i'm like i'm afraid to use him like what what, what would what do you do i i don't know how did i mod you i'm embarrassed to look like i don't I, i'm streaming this you? and i'm not gonna let people see my incompetence <laughs> here show nine other characters skip flow yeah Right. Well, like this whole time I had, I was like, I'm pretty sure Chrysanthemum's modded really poorly. I'm not sure. And when I finally looked like off stream, I was like, yeah, he has a crit damage triangle. Like what was, what was going on that, that occurred that I, I wanted a crit damage triangle on Chrysanthemum? Like, <laughs> but, but I, you know, you don't look on stream. So you, you don't want people to be like, why do you have that? You're like, cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, it's only so many times you can answer that question honestly and people still watch you so <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah bro karen take that <laughs> you set the old triple tank jmk <laughs> i mean yeah, it's it's kind of nice. Yeah, so Rokaren's comment says, uh, you know, I faced Rokaren this this last season. He said, I linked Zareth's Clone Wars Chewie and Cat on autopilot, then realized I had he had also had Mace there, and that that should have been linked, like instead of Clone Wars <laughs> Chewie. Yeah, makes me feel good, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, they all died anyway, so who cares? It's <laughs> bright. <laughs> oh good times man now I, I like that team because it like people have to use something good you know especially now that lord vader is like you put lord vader and jedi master kenobi up top you know and then and then qui-gon as well and qui-gon steals kenobi and uh and snips which seems so ruinous uh to, to the kenobi team and and it is i guess on some levels but uh just the beauty of like lord vader has so much gravity right now like he pulls all of the things that you would maybe want to consider against a weakened kenobi team yeah that it's like my kenobi team just gets killed by a galactic legend every time anyways like that's what he's there for like he's just he's cheap for me i put him down there he's a he's a galactic legend magnet and then we move on like, oh, they got yeah. a 62 on you? That's cool, man. <laughs> it's been how long since we've done, like, a jam all against Lord Vader? Like, that, that used to be, like, a staple. That was just... Oh, like, yeah, that was that was the counter. <laughs> it's been, like, half a year. And, I, like, even when Lord Vader Crown expires, I don't even know if that's going to become a thing again. Well, with all the protection up, I don't know if it can be. Like, from this set. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it, it's oh, man. That that is one counter that just like died, and the teams are still exactly the same, and the counter just died. I mean, it's one of those weird things of mm. like set two died, Jamel lost his toys. Yeah. At least, like at least for a lot of people I see, I get they're just like I guess I'll just pose them on defense. <laughs> what well, what do you do right now exactly? I, I had JML on defense all nine rounds this past one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> What's it gonna do on offense? I he kills. It could be a very expensive cooldown pull for Lord Vader. He kills. Yeah. He kills cool the. He kills the Rayben dash team. Okay, at least sometimes. Then again, I did lose with it one one time in my, in my one losing fight. So. <laughs> The at least sometimes is doing some heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that that's the realm I live in. Like <laughs> it should just be implied that it's you so usually works. Like there's, there's nothing that I have that I'm like, yeah, that that's like guaranteed. That's automatic. I mean, maybe there is on the lower counters, but like I, I just at, at the end of last season, I just embraced the double tap. Like that's what I did all three matches yeah. against Lord Vader, or at least that was the plan. One of one person actually just took Lord Vader to kill my Lord Vader, so that I I was like, oh, you gave me so many options. I'm gonna is this is it gonna be pleasant for you? Um, and you know it ended up working out for me. But he um, but yeah, like once you once you get it out of your head that you need to double tap or that you need a single tap teams, like all these options on defense occur to you you're like oh my gosh this could be really obnoxious yeah. in fact it i mean it to be <laughs> <laughs> feels good man yeah i mean honestly to fold it all together when people ask like the meta kind of sucks like are you burning out or what's your enjoyment of the game finding those teams that's why I like defense theory crafting so much. Like having those teams that you know you put some work into, you know that you're like kind of throwing some curveballs at people. I could like lose a match, and if my defense did well, I could walk away satisfied. Right? It's like whatever. If my offense broke, that's on me. But you know, if the defense is showing some amount of action, then that means that like you've got some good stuff going that you can work with, right? Is how I put that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think that that's. I, I take a lot of joy in having a lot of defense defenses on defense. Like to me, that's that's ha- obviously it's it's the other half of it. But um, I just don't. I don't. I don't like having to outrace people and feeling like, oh man, that sixty three was not <laughs> was a bad idea. Like, but so you can play efficiently without playing efficiency. Yeah. Like, like this entire season, I had three GLs, Starkiller, Gas, Malgus, plus two tough teams. And then I had two, I'm not going to say easy teams, but not, not scary teams. And I was still able to mostly one-shot the board with three GLs, Starkiller, Gas, and Malgus on defense. Right. Sure. Oh, and that was always my goal. It's like, well, okay, I... I just don't have the components to beat Jabba right now with one shot yeah. unless unless I want to take like Lord Vader and have, that's, that's not really an acceptable option to me. 
Um, and, and same with Lord Vader. Like, sure, I could I could really stack my my team, and then sometimes it fails anyways. Um, or they bring a weird comp that I can't use my cheese with. And so once I accepted those those two things, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing too. Is I I can play efficiently. I just five v five. I take a lot more joy in it being really messy. You know, it's like what what child enjoys like calmly stepping into a puddle. You know, not not my boys. My boys are like <laughs> that that puddle's there, and pretty soon it's going to be everywhere else <laughs> than where that puddle was. Like it's just a huge mess. It's especially going to be on my clothes. Um, and that that's kind of how I'm like, all right, let's let's just uh, it's, everyone's going to have a mess, and at the end of the day, who's who can, who can do it better? Yeah. Uh, then again, there there are people who can, but like you say, so like you can play some pretty decent defense. And I mean, I I always chuckle at you know every once in a while you see you see some of the top guys in in GAC with the crazy um with the crazy modding and stuff. Um, and you know, like they'll they'll efficiently one shot like all the really top teams and have every single top team on defense. You're like, wow, that, that's impressive. Yeah. I, I love, every once in a while, you see the post of, I play six GLs on defense, and he placed four GLs on defense, and they one-shot my board. This He is clearly a cheater. And then you're like, was Starkiller on defense? No. Was Darth <laughs> Vader on defense? No. Was it EP on defense? And Tarkin? No. Well, there's three of your GL counters right there. <laughs> That's wow. There you go. Well... Yeah, I mean, like, like my alt just like I, I consistently get full clears with my alt against these players with with way bigger uh, rosters. You know, like the six, five, and six GLs is all I face, and yeah. I, I consistently get full clears. And I just have to wonder how many times I've been reported, and I also have to wonder how many people. Uh, like, I, I one guy messaged me, and he was like, "Wow, you you did pretty good," and I was like thanks you know like if you want to see the video of it like it'll be on youtube eventually and he was like oh you're famous that's how you did that <laughs> i was like i wielded my fame yeah to, to clear your <laughs> to clear your lord vader <laughs> well you didn't know that's the extra stat in game so right well that's what i wanted to say when you were like what stats could be put on mods i was like fame fame <laughs> <laughs> hidden stat works every time um no no but but yeah like they're and honestly in some ways that's why i think i'm enjoying datacrons a lot despite all the controversy surrounding them and how it's like kind of hurting the community um is uh, like the off meta is back it, it really is like you you have a lot of really interesting counters out there if you care to use them it doesn't necessarily always favor the well i i think the real answer is it favors like the involved player I, who's like paying attention and willing to like maximize value yeah i had the, this the discussion. Kraken certainly has more access but point. <laughs> right i had this discussion with somebody the other day and it's you know some people will just literally complain about everything and this this guy he complains like every day about something and he's like these datacrons are BS. They're they're just so that they can make all this money off the whales. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's sort of true. Um, and then he's like, and 
anyone in my position, you know, we just get screwed. And I was like, dude, you have a 9 million GP roster. Like, get three level nines, and you can beat three of their GLs without a problem. Like, that's, it's, it's, you know, you don't, you don't need 27 Datacrons at level six, like some, or, you know, mm-hmm. some people have 27 level nines. Like, obviously, they're going to beat you, and that's fine. But he's like, I, I just, this is nothing for the whales. The free-to-play can't compete with Datacrons. So it's like, right now, if you have Lord Vader and one Datacron, you just need one level nine Datacron, you can counter, like, four of their GLs. Oh, yeah. I mean... Stability breeds opportunity. Right. Yeah, I... My my alt has two GLs, and I'm consistently clearing people who even even when they place all six of their GLs plus Star Killer and, and everything like because I mean I I've come up with a lot of weird little uh, you know things and if people are doing that usually there's a there's like if you're really trying to set the house it's tough because then then it's like how do you efficiently like mix some of them up it, it's kind of like some of the builds are because if they're trying to keep anything for offense it's like Jedi Master Luke gets placed but like they keep all every single good Jedi, so you're like, why is Ayla here? Kind of thing. Um, but but like, yeah, I, I only have two GLs. I can only kill two total GLs with that. If you play six, I have to find four other ways to kill GLs, and I do it every right. time. Like that, it's not cheating. It, it it might be magic, but it's not cheating. <laughs> Feels like magic sometimes. <laughs> Oh, it's, I mean, that's that's the joy of that account, though. So that, I do that on my alt, and I'm like, why can't I do that on my main? And people are like, because this person spent thousands of dollars on mods alone, not to mention Datacrons and Relic yeah. 8 on their bad characters. <laughs> are we getting to the point now where people have more Relic 8s than the Relic 7s on some of the bigger accounts? I haven't been paying attention. Uh, I would bet probably. I, I can't, I can neither confirm nor deny it, but if I was a betting man, I would say that there's definitely accounts out there with more relegates than sevens. Mm, fair. So when do you guys think Relic 10 is going to be here? Uh... Uh, <laughs> I actually don't have a good answer for that question. I mean, I don't, I don't see it being soon. I guess it could come from no. TV, but I don't, I doubt it. What What's TV's thing going to be then? Like, you, you have to incentivize people to really be, interact and engage. Like for for Geos or for the Geonosis one, like GT two was was great, of course, but like you more than that, you needed the capital ships. I can yeah. see GET3 being for relic mats with uh, maybe like the the recal mats as well, and then a character or two. Right? Like you look at it, the structure GT1, gear 12, GT2, yeah. gear 12 plus. So I guess it would, if you assume that it's linear, GT3 would be gear 13 stuff, aka relic. I mean, I, I think I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I, I think I, I would have minded. <laughs> right. I think that the motivator is going to be two new characters, one being Reva, one being somebody. 
Reva wearing a cool hat. <laughs> Reva wearing a middle finger, flipping off everyone <laughs> that says the Inquisitor team sucks. Reva <laughs> piloting Red 5. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, so... Uh, that, that's really good. <laughs> so, the, the ultimate troll, if Meatwad's gonna troll us with Red every single month, we now have to lean into it, and every time he somebody says, "Wow, Red Five is coming! Look at look at this troll by Meathead," uh, the proper response is, "Yeah, raise Red Five. I mean, think about it. The Radis team is probably the worst major fleet right now. They need a boost. Um, so, why wouldn't it be a, a Ray Red Five coming in to help that team and really help elevate the team? It's it's." They're not going to elevate the rebels that are already the meta fleet. It's yeah, going to be they just got Raven's Claw. What what else do they need? Exactly. It's <laughs> it's going to be Ray's Red Five coming to the game, and you just watch faces drop. Like you're behind a keyboard and you can't see their face. You can see their face drop. Like that can't be true. Wait a minute. This is CG. It probably is. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what, there's, there is a huge, like, I couldn't believe it. So I posted a video about, like, is Relic, or is um, Level 90 coming soon? And I, I thought it'd, people would be like, oh, man, like, obviously not, like, not going to happen. And about half of the people who commented agreed with that assessment. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There is a huge number of people who have said, like, no, man, like, this is for sure coming. Tons of people for sure coming. Yeah. Level 90 for sure. I, they have been saying that since the day after level 85 came to the game. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. The, so, uh, what the comments taught me there was we don't know what the hell CG is going to do ever. Like as a community, like we've said it forever, but that that's just true. Like yeah. as a community, we do a very job, very poor job of predicting what motivates CG to do anything. Right. We're like, man, they want to make money. They got to do this. And CG's like, now nah, we're going to go totally different way. I'm like, well, you're the ones making billions. They can't really fault. Like you, you're probably right. right. <laughs> Clearly they're doing something right. They've been very difficult to TLA for it, for sure. They, yeah. Because you sit there and you're like, there's no way that they're going to do this. And then all of a sudden they do it. And somehow they still made $10 million that month. Yeah. I think that's, that's you know. Uh, the idea that it's just the IP. I mean, so some of it's the IP, of course. But, uh, like, this game would go out of business if uh if it was bad i mean if it was really if it was consistently every all the all the time poorly done like i don't know they've kept it afloat for a long time and i've been in other ip like other star wars games that they were like this is amazing and the devs right. are cool like every every aspect i liked about it yeah so i went under because it didn't make money so ip is not spending money on data crowds <laughs> yeah i know i'm That's... like I, oh i want han solo's data cron Right, right. Like the uh, one he used in the movie. Yeah. We're on calibration materials. That is not because of IP, but there's still a crap ton getting spent on it. Yeah, like, oh, wow. I, I didn't realize that Luke had an accuracy arrow in episode five. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
Yep. Um, do we have more podcast now, questions? That that was all the podcast questions. So we could probably wrap it up for the night. Unless. Yeah. Well, we only have three people here. This is. Yeah. This is good enough. Uh, let me ask you guys one one last question. So I, I don't know if you felt the same way. I, like I, I felt at an all time low level of like joy about this game. I'm not saying I'm gonna quit. I don't want to start rumors like that. Like I, I've I've considered it a couple times, but it's it's still very difficult to. It would be very difficult for me to remove myself from this game for lots of reasons, you know. Uh, I, but I felt pretty negative about this game lately compared to other times in this game like playing six years at an all-time low ish uh however for some reason i, I still lately i've been feeling more optimistic I don't, I don't know why maybe it's just set five what do you guys think like what was your level at what has your level been at and what's your outlook on it more long term right now um my outlook on it is i don't care right now uh you know i i and I still enjoy the the big part of the game. It just it's requiring so much time that something had to go. So scouting every opponent and planning had to go. Like if this new TB demands more than current light side territory battles, I am going to be miserable. I can I can tell you right now. If this if the new TB is the same as light side territory battles, then I, I still won't be happy about it because light side territory battles with an hour of conquest every day is too much, but at least it'll be like kind of status quo and it won't be as bad. When you say and, more, do you mean more time? More time, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if I'm, you know, if yeah. I have to commit, who knows how much time, but like, Right now, TB, it's what? Sometimes you have six battles, seven battles, if you include the fleet special mission. And even if it, each battle is only five minutes, that's, that's still, you know, 35 to 40 minutes, not including loading time and all that garbage. Um, so if it starts inking up to like an hour and 20 minutes to do TB, yeah. that's that's too much. I absolutely agree with that. I, honestly, I think I think that might be one of the biggest things that the community is facing, and it's just like people don't notice it as much. I mean, I know people say that, that they spend too much time in the game and it's frustrating, but like you don't hear that as pervasively as like datacrons suck, datacons suck, right. uh, you know, whatever. All, all the you know, all these other things. It it is like it's just a lot of time. It is so much time. Like this this hell week trying to do conquest on just one account because I do do it myself, um, not <laughs> Sarah, but she does do she does do my alts conquest. But then I also have to do territory battle on two accounts. Like it's a lot of time, man. It's a yeah. lot of time. If yep. I have to remod for for this one, which I I don't see myself being that excited about, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean. If it's remod once and then it's fine, like I'm okay with that. Um, because that's that's how light side territory battles work with like the cam mission. Since I have hot utils, you know, it's remod once, click save, and then from just a button click away, 
How you tills is magic. Yeah, I mean, how do you tills is a big reason for why I haven't really burned out as much as I could have. Because, I mean, not even this year, but like a year or two ago, I mean, I was rebounding more than I needed to, but it was definitely getting to me. And so, yeah. Having if, that yeah. be low maintenance is significant. It, which is why I wish that they would get it in game so that people didn't have to get paywall for it. Yeah. It doesn't get hot utils, but just not everyone like people are free to play in this game. Not everyone's gonna pay for a mod feature either. Right. If it wasn't for hot utils, I probably I don't know if I would have left the game. I for sure wouldn't be in a competitive TW guild. Yeah, oh, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I for sure. I, I just wouldn't yeah. be. I would be, you know, slumming it somewhere. Um and cam mission success. Yeah, it's gonna be 50-50. I wouldn't I wouldn't have remodded for that. <laughs> you know, now it's you go in, you click a button, and the mods are on, and you lose like four hundred thousand credits, and that's fine with me. Um if I had to manually switch all that, no. <laughs> We're having this conversation like, okay, but what if you could equip an Omicron to not have to remod? Would you ever? Oh, um, that, that's kind of without hot utils. One hundred percent, I would. One hundred percent, I would apply that Omicron. Like you're, you're alluding to Omega's Omicron, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gosh, just just like a win button with that squad, sure. Yep. I don't know if it is, but like running that hypothetical, that they they have begun the convenience Omicron market. For Which they should. That's a that is a fantastic use of an Omicron. Like from a business perspective, um, hey, apply this Omicron and your life will be easier. Like that's 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 what Omicron should be. Hit easy button. Cool. They tried it with a sortie, but then messed up and made a good character first. <laughs> right, right. Sortie doesn't need the Omicron. That's <laughs> Dude, she just marches through conquest so easy. I, I guess I didn't use her this season because I didn't need droids. I haven't even thought about her, but but yeah, like last season, yeah, it's just, it's so funny. Like. I'm like, I don't know what situation I would want to use that Omicron in anyways here. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorty, because Sorty, if you have two zealous ambitions, Sorty kills the entire other team before they take a turn. Yeah, it's super fun. And she's super so, fast, too. Right. So the Omicron means nothing. Like, you don't even use the Omicron. <laughs> well, the Omicron has so many weird conditionals anyways. It's like, if you lose yeah. characters and they come back and then other things happen and then you win. And I, I like to just skip to you in. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I like this game. I've I've been I've been toying with the idea of you know pursuing other games, and then I'm like, man, with this new territory battle, I don't know if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I will I say other games are just a vastly different ecosystem as well. They're, like, there's so much in this game that is just... I don't know if I would say we take for granted, but things yeah. do not <laughs> transition even over the close everywhere else. I say this game exists in a bubble, but like that's kind of even understating it. it. It is really unique. And I know like clones came out of it, right? Like with Sorcerer's Arena and yeah. Strike Force and all this stuff, but I mean, this game is kind of the innovator of yeah. both this style and how they handle a lot of this. Oh, you're right about that. Yeah, I um, 
Yeah. So far, I like I'm still in like the really fun phase of Snap, where you know, like he's they're still trying to like make me excited by all the really fast, quick unlocks of things, and you know. <laughs> oh, buddy! Once you get to full three, well, let me tell you. Yeah, I've, yeah, I, I'm starting to run into this problem where like I'm facing people who have like cards I've never seen, like a ton of cards I've never seen, and I'm like. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know how I can fight that. Like that that is so crazy. I guess I'll just lose and then blame the location. But <laughs> anyways, enough about Snap yeah. for now. Snap is fun. I don't know. I kind of wish that there was a multiplayer. We could just like mess around in GAC off week. Yeah. Each other or something. Yeah. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, yeah. I think it's interesting that it's live though. It's it's really interesting. I mean, other games have done it too, but anyways, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how long, what kind of longevity it has. And honestly, I think I'm going to try streaming it at some point to see what it, how, where it goes. My instinct is people are going to run into that brick wall where the unlock slowdown and then you're fighting against meta decks and you don't have anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm very curious to see how much longer it lasts past that because, ooh, there is a wall, and I've I've kind of like brute forced through it enough to like get a decent deck going that I'm kind of okay, but <laughs> you have to really enjoy that game. How much money do you have to spend if you if you if I wanted to just right now, just brute force with money to to get the top all like all the top everything like unlock all the things with just money. You don't get to choose what you unlock, so the only way to guarantee getting what you want is to get everything in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's all random, and so the best you can do is just keep spending money on gold every day, and they cap that too. So, it, like, yeah, it, it's meant to be a slow, long grind no matter what. Like, you can't just look at the best deck and then build it, you just have to keep playing. Yeah. And if you oh, it's... money, then you'll progress faster. So the cards yeah. are actually random. Yep. Yeah. So when you start playing, it's, it's, it's like set small pools. And then the moment that you uh, reach a certain level, I think it's in like the 400s, I want to say. It's 475. Uh, it's I open think. season on the entire rest of the. Yeah. Oh, you playing too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Solo's yeah. the one who, I don't yeah. know if he talked me into it, he mentioned it. I was yeah. like, all right, I guess I'm playing. Oh, I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I, brutal, man. I snuck in. I moved to the Philippines for the beta a few months ago. And then, <laughs> so it, it has definitely gotten better since then. Holy God. Uh, the stuff that I'm talking about, it used to be to like, you would unlock like a card every week to like every month almost. Oh, God. Hey, what? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Let me tell you, monetization. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll see where it goes, but it, yeah. it has a wall, and the wall is hard. And like, even if you decide you want to spend money, that like, there's almost no point. You're either gonna consistently, it, you're like just constantly pumping cash in, or you just slow play it. You play it because you enjoy it, and you'll get there eventually. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know where it's gonna take me. That that being said. Uh, we should probably put an end to our Galaxy of Heroes uh, podcast here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably fair. So, Fatal, thank you for coming on. Uh, we'll see you 
hopefully next round table. Um, and yeah, thanks to all of our listeners and Twitchers. Thanks. Thank you for joining us. Um, what is it? It's, it's the off week. So we will be back on Monday for the podcast. And then next Wednesday, 3v3 hell begins. I'm looking forward to 3v3 because Same here, I'm, actually. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to scout. Right. <laughs> well, that's I'm setting my defense this weekend and it's just staying the entire first week. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, re, I'll relook at it once I have Hondo seven star, which is not anytime soon. So, yeah. <laughs> or or when a catastrophic fails. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't like 3v3 on principle, but every time that a 3v3 season swings around, it ends up being way more fun than 5v5. So I don't know what yeah. to do with that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have fun. So, guys, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everyone for watching. Um, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. <laughs>